The way I see it, Barry, this should be a very dynamite show. My name's Ed Piscor. I do a comic uh, called Hip Hop Family Tree, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. <laughs> With a thump. The thump made it legit. Legit? <laughs> you make me laugh on the sarcophagus. Don't cough, man. This is the Con Recap episode. Gotta be... I got the recap in my sinuses. Hey, it's still hey. there. Look. Hey now. Hey now. Felt it enough. Uh, see now you're blowing it because that's what they're even right now. That's cool. He dropped the book. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's, it's the best part of the video because that man is, is clearly insane. I watched the video. Uh, fucking I watched the video um, after we got back. And what's up with the dude like coming in out of nowhere and like handing him off stuff like? I don't know. It makes no sense at all. It looking, makes it up. dribbling. I was looking for the basketball. It makes about as much sense as the religion, so I guess it fits. It's <laughs> the first church talking about the truth. First church is the fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, fuck. He is amusing, I'll give him that. Watched um, some behind-the-scenes interviews uh, with him, and I guess somebody was... was uh, out of him now, damn. ...was doing a... a uh, you know, Q&A with him, and he said, uh, he talked about the song, and he says, your song, Hell No, nah. and he goes, oh, no, no, get it right, son, it's, it's hell to the no, no, no. It's like, you're calling this guy out three seconds into the interview, because he didn't, like, what if he I didn't show? land your piece of crap correctly. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, it's gonna be a barn burner. It is, it is, if I can stay awake. Hail to the no, no, to the no, no. I, I can make that match up with the actual song. If you like. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, hey everybody! It's eleven o'clock comics, episode three hundred and ninety. My Holy goodness, shit. praise Jesus! And I am the severely afflicted <laughs> Vince <Seriously>. B. <laughs> you are, and this is this is three days after the convention. It's not like we're recording this Sunday night after we left. Oh. It's uh. It's our Con Recap episode, and I am David A. Price. Yes, you are, and hail to the yeah, yeah, because I'm Bishop Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I would lay good money on the fact that you are much more intelligent than Bishop Bullwinkle. He's my newest Facebook friend, though. Uh, that's great. <laughs> you seriously friended him? I'm not kidding. <laughs> Praise you, Bishop. Well, I, I, I shouldn't say I am friended him because he has a page, but I liked his page. Bishop Bullwinkle Entertainer. The official page says Bishop Bullwinkle Hell, the number two, da, na, na. Uh, some, it's very rarely uh, you let it out. This is one of those times. Unfortunately, for those interested, uh, the Bishop Bullwinkle show was scheduled for Friday, October 2nd. Had to be canceled and rescheduled for the November 13th, 2015 due to inclement weather. Uh, but all advanced ticket purchases will be honored, so that's cool. His rickshaw broke down. But anyway, no, you are not Bishop Bullwinkle. You are Jason Superior Wood in the house. Waza. Waza. You don't have to praise Jesus to get cheap prices on your comic Couldn't books. Hurt no, sir. Uh, well, yeah. All you got to do 
is fire up your magic internet device and go to dcbservice.com. That's dcbservice.com and you will reap the rewards of clean living. Such as from Creature, it's Burke Comics number one. A dog chooses to commit suicide and tries to find a creative way to die. Hilarity ensues. The writer artist is uh, Jairo Lantigua. Cover price is three ninety nine, but your price two dollars and nineteen cents. That's forty five percent off. From DC, this book is burning up the comic racks, and rightly so because it's really good. If if uh, I read DC, it's got to be an exception to the rule because <laughs> I read DC. Uh, it's Grayson Trade Paperback Volume One: The Agents of Spiral. Written by Tim Seeley, Tom King, artists are Mikkel Yannin and Stephen Mooney. Cover price fourteen ninety nine, but that's not what you're going to take it home for. You can bring it home for half that, $7.49. And over uh, at the guys across the street, well, they used to be across the street. Country. It's um, our buddy Mark Lamming is the artist on the fantastic Planet Hulk trade paperback War Zones, written by Sam Humphreys. This was what by far one of the uh one of the best of the Secret Wars tie-ins. Uh I think it'll live on, hopefully. Uh and the cover price is eighteen bucks, which is, let's be honest, that's high for five issues. But you could take it home for half that. Eight dollars and ninety shut up. Eight dollars and ninety-nine cents. My goodness. Why wouldn't you bring this home? You'd be a crazy person not to. DCBService.com. Go there and buy more comics than you could anywhere else. I, I can't put it any more plain than that. Eloquent as a mother, as usual. Thank you. It's a flashback. Dude. Holy shit. What okay, first 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 let's get Jason out of the way. What are you drinking, Bo? You know, I, I should be insulted by that. You should. <laughs> but I know you, so Do you though? Let's see. Just, smack just. I, I wish, I wish we were still together. Because <laughs> if we were, I would take this dick and slap you upside the head. <laughs> I have to get real close, but okay. Yeah. It's really oh, well, hey, hey, but we are real close, so it's all good. That's true. That's true. I am drinking just Mister Know It All, Talia Malbec from 2011. How you like wow. me now, bitch? Did you just glance I, over to the other side of the room and see that bottle? I swear to you, up. Uh, Where's the webcam? Where's Hold on. I see what's happening Hold on. here. We can do webcam on Skype, right? Uh, let's not do that. <laughs> Please. How, how, the, how is that? I've never... Oh, uh, what's up? Are, are you really doing the webcam? <laughs> do you see it? I, no. No, thank God. <laughs> what do you mean, no? It's probably right next to his member. Dude, you, you are like the, you understand bandwidth. Don't be clogging it with, but he's got five feet in it now. I don't give a yeah, shit. We don't, I, we don't have a 5G. Son, just that check shit. it for two seconds. How do, how do <laughs> I do this? Look at the camera. Where the fuck is the camera? Do you see me? No, no. I don't see you. <laughs> well, I'm holding up a gigantic you. glass of wine right now. That's okay. awesome. I'm proud of you. Thank, thank you. I am too. But you see what happened, Jason? Um, the dam broke. This this past weekend, right? Floodgates are open now. It'll now be it's all, all bacon and bread. I Dr Pepper. And oh yeah, I had burgers and donuts today. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a burger donut. I had chicken soup and a meal bar today. That's all I had. Sweet. No, that's why I'm having yeah, the wine. I trust do this. Work has been fuck all this week. 
I hear that. It's been the suck. It just started, though. Nah, dude, dude it has been the shit. <clears throat> Sorry for that. Yeah. And you're on. I'm bringing back an old favorite. <laughs> you're a. Put your panties on the stage. I am drinking the Pepe Mac. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone's in so the way maybe we should have started with Vince there, Dap. I think so, bro. Hurt. He's hurt. I, I'll make it up to him. He's, he's turning purple. I mean, oh. Is he impossible? One of my heads is purple, but not mine. <laughs> not the purple man, but he's the impossible. He's part purple. <laughs> and green. Got the I cannot wait for Jessica Jones. I know. She knows your secrets. He knows. Now, if I'm right, I'm the only one that actually liked the comic, right? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even read it. No. Well, like I, it. Not, when did I say I didn't like it? I said, I, was, I said that homeboy over here is, she's supposed to be drop dead gorgeous and she ain't. Everybody's oh, supposed uh, to be What's like, his name? Oh. not capable of drawing drop dead gorgeous women. I understand that. So it's very hard for me to take everybody in the comic at their word. They're like, oh, you know, you're, I'm, I'm getting chubby over here. And it's like, dude, how could you get a chubby over this? So. See, I never wait. took her to be that way. I just took her to be a normal girl. Like, that's the whole point. Who's drawing the comic, first of all? The comic was drawn Kados. by, yeah, <clears throat> Michael Kados. Mm. Yeah. He did some some sexy work for Virgin back in the day. Back in the day, yeah, but this yeah. isn't it. This isn't that. No, this this definitely isn't that. This isn't that John Paulion, Michael Walsh kind of school of camp. Looks great, but yeah. not like not the, you know, not the, uh, not the not the pretty lady for like not the not the tight lines that evoke the hot women's. Your perceptions are becoming razor sharp uh, comparing John Paulion to Michael Walsh because I remember the kid who was dissing. Mike Allred. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, seriously. I know. And we, can we be honest though? That was a long time ago. Yes. Seriously though, you've, you've learned. He, no. when, I'm not attributing it to us, but I'm just saying you've grown and your tastes have matured I, and now you're on the ball. As much as he up. likes to, you know, say how, you know, when. Until when, I talk about the book I didn't really like this week. <laughs> when, when, when you pitched a whole, you know, hey, let's, let's grab Jason for, for, to be our fourth. And I was like, nah, nah, you know, now. Now all of a sudden, you know, he'll mention that all the time, but he won't mention how his, his, no, how the truth comes out. No, no, no. Let's, let's call Jeez. it what it was. He was good even, he was sharp even of back then. Of course he was. Just I was entertaining, but I was. Yes, you were a little misguided, right. but that's okay. But yeah. I was like Scotty Young circuit around comics. Yes. No, no, you weren't, you weren't that no, bad. That, that's true. No, I agree with Vince. You weren't yeah, that Now no. I'm like Scotty Young circuit 2015. That was a damn shame. I am, uh, it was. Uh, this is the end of an era. The, um, I'm keeping the party going by, uh, having a, um, whiskey three way. Oh, oh nice. I had choice on, uh, at Costa yes. Wood. That was quite tasty. I don't I'm usually glad. drink the paint, the paint. Thinner, yeah, that's true. That was really good. I, I lucked out. I really, I, I, um, I rolled, I think you did. I rolled a 20 die and ended it. up with pretty good, um, selections with, with when it came to the whiskey bourbon and scotch. I mean, the whiskey Ryan. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was tough stuff. to drink that. It was definitely tough to drink that because I'm not a whiskey person, but I think the smoothness of what was it, the scotch or the, it would have been the smoothest, I think, of the scotch. Well, that the, smoothed it out to make the aftertaste not bad. Like the right. thing that always gets me about whiskey is the aftertaste. Right. And this had a, had a, had a mild enough aftertaste that I could down. The ridiculous amount that you gave each of us. Oh my god! Yeah. The, the, I, no, I had a, I had two. You of did them. have you two of them, one. so you, yeah. But it, it's, um, I slept like a baby. The, uh, you did because you were sucking my thumb. The, the, uh, I hope that was <laughs> that too. The, the Jim Beam is can be very biting. So I mean, I, I needed to smooth it out. It was my first time messing with the doers, and the, um, 
and the written house I know is also the written house is kind of in between them both, but the 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 scotch I think definitely made it uh easier to take because I have Johnny Walker downstairs and I would much rather have the doers. You better feed him because he's going to start dying on you. Um, I think we've passed our requisite uh, alcohol. <laughs> yes, we, yes, we have. We don't want to get a negative, any kind of negative reviews. True. Here. Let's I'm jump into the comics. The comics. Oh, wait, the comics. Yeah, the comics that you mean the con recap, right? Well, yeah, well that's the comics. Really not though. Why we're there? How many? Com- I think between us, we bought three comics over the course of the weekend. <laughs> that's I bought. Five on my oh, own, well, no, okay. six. So we'll he bought, six. Yeah, now. and he bought he bought a shitload for me that I've read once before years ago, but I'll eventually read again. Yeah, I'm so unprepared. I didn't even bring my books down. Well, let me here. just let me start by saying I'm already immensely sad that it's over. Yeah, for me real. too. Because it was a long time coming. We hadn't seen Vince in a year, which is pretty hard <laughs> to believe, actually. Christ. Like that's pretty crazy, all in the real. That's pretty nuts. But considering how we're like barely hours away from each other, yeah, no, I know, and a lot's been going on with all of well, our lives, especially you. And it'd be nice to see. But but point, we can remedy that. We can it's, it can always be that we can we can make that not a thing ever again. But anyway, was, I I say we now establish a three month meetup. I would love. Let's it. do it. Let's do it right now. Every three months, like clockwork, we got to at least warm meet my in the heart. city. I love you. Yeah, let's do no, it. That would warm my heart. Absolutely. Um, That's what I'm all about. But either way, it was awesome to see you guys for sure. And and yes. I thought it was extra cool this year because uh, you all plus Roland all arrived at my crib Wednesday at dinner time. So yeah. we got to have a nice quiet night where we drank the three way. Awesome. We played, we played Magic. Dap played his first ever game of Magic and beat Vince and I in a three in a threesome. Yes, crazy. And then he, was, uh, he then, was playing white and just happened to get. And it was really two on one. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. absolutely. Yeah. No, it was, it was really just Vince coaching me and cause I. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that and all, but. <laughs> cause my favorite part was like, well, I'm not going to take him out. I mean, come on. It's like, he's, I'm, I'm not going to go exactly. after him. Exactly. Like, really? Oh. And, and then, uh, and then my sons got home from their respective places and Colin, my oldest, whooped Vince's ass twice. Nice. Yeah. Now Vince took a little easy. You you were very you were very nice because you you gave Colin all the dap in the world and said he won fair and square, which he did. But he did. The the point though is that like you you had for the edification of our listeners, you had probably forty to fifty decks with you. Yeah. Why did. why did you pick that deck? Because he told me he was playing black. Okay. So I picked a deck that was designed to hose every color. But black. Right, that's what I'm saying. So he was he was drop. I had four eradicates in the deck, and he's dropping black shit here. And eradicate doesn't Lightning work on black. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. He what? Just uh, for those of you uh, listeners who play Magic, the kid dropped by turn five. <laughs> he had he had two planeswalkers on the table, and I'm just like, even if I did want to teach him a lesson, there's no way in hell I could do it right now. Right, but my point is, is you took it easy on him because you you picked a deck that you knew would give him a good shot, and so he yeah. he beat you. But it was still fun, and he and you played clean, and then uh, uh, and then Roland, who is equal if not even more obsessed with magic than you, uh, got beat by by Jackson. And I got yeah. the sense because see, it, the difference between you and Roland is that you're a parent, so mm-hmm. you have this embedded like component <laughs> yeah, in you that yeah. says like let the kid have fun win. Let the Wookiee win, yeah. Roland's a, a single guy, and he's got, like, clearly no love for kids. So I think, I think Jackson, like, beat his ass parent square. Like, I didn't think, I don't think Roland was pulling any punches. That's 
I mean, we can say he was tired. It was a long road. It was a long ride to to, to the crib. I mean, he was on the plane for like how many hours? But yes, I I agree with you. But either way, it was nice. It was a nice Wednesday. We had sushi after we had good sushi too. We had good sushi. Hammered the sushi. Thank you for the soft shell crab. Oh yeah. I I think you may be doing Roland a tiny bit of a disservice because he is a pretty smart dude, and I I think he picked up on it. I'm not saying he let him win, but I'm could be could be. There there are certain combinations I I bet he had in his hand. That's quite possible. Look, if that's true. Either way, it worked out great. My sons were flying high. They've, yeah. they've been talking about it all week for the record. They're good players. So they really are giddy. Yeah, Colin knows his stuff. He really does. He 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 definitely, thanks to the, the YouTube generation, he's he's all about all the strategy right. you know, and what works. The thing that impressed me the most about him was he had the phases down. And that's one, of the, pit, one of the pitfalls of a new player is they don't know the timing of the phases. And the kid, they, he, he knew them. So. For sure. Yeah. So that was Wednesday night. And then Thursday started to come. Oh, it was great. Um, well, we got to say more than that. But, uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, well, let's just say, first of all, Thursday, for those again that haven't been to New York Comic Con or perhaps haven't gone very often, the, for a number of years, Thursday was a preview night. So it actually was only open at night and it was a classic like San Diego preview night where it was only press VIPs and creators right. that, that could be there. And that was pretty awesome. Um, and then, what was it, maybe two or three years ago, it became a full day? Was it even that long ago? Maybe not. Maybe it was last year. But whatever. Now it's a full day, and it's pretty much a straight-up Thursday at New York Comic Con is, is equivalent to a Saturday at most, like, other cons. It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's full. I mean, it's legitimately full. You know? <laughs> no, you don't think? Is, my, is that my girl? Oh yes, it is. Sorry, my back's hurt, so she was just giving me a <laughs> uh, a, a, a heat heat blanket. Oh, Thank you, dear man. This is gonna say reach around, but okay. No, I wouldn't be so foul. Oh yeah, no, no, not, 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 not in front of us. Not on the air, I guess. No, no. Well, stop. <laughs> um, and by the way, I was reflecting back on the show, and I I always feel bad. Like I feel like I owe you guys an apology. Why? Because you guys, I make you run around doing the art with me like the whole time, and I feel like that's like. 80% of our day. If we didn't want to do it, we didn't. We didn't. I know, but like, I feel like if it's all, it's coming upon me to stop being so addicted to art so that we can I don't, do other stuff. Nah, man. I, I see, this is the way I look at it. Because I love you so much, I really enjoy seeing you get excited about the latest acquisitions and, and the, the manipulations and the maneuverings and you gotta have this over here at this time and I gotta get this back because this person's gotta work on it. That I I have no desire to do that, but the fact that you love that so much, it just it just makes the con for me. Oh, you know? okay. and well, seeing, that's good. Seeing, no, that's fine. Yeah, it's I wouldn't work. Because you did acknowledge that I have a problem. You well, do have a very <laughs> good problem. <laughs> but, but you know, to, to Vince's point, he he did take a walk around the the dealer floor and yeah. the things while you and I were going through Mahmoud's art at Paolo's table. So I mean, we. That we all, you know, we, we know that, okay, listen, I'm going to go, you know, and Vince and I will go up to the dealer's room while, while you and Roland stay, stay in Artist Alley and, and, you know, get, get things done. So, I mean, it, it's not, sure. it's not impossible for us to, to break away and, and take care, but I mean, no, it's, it's definitely part of the con for me. And I mean, and I know that, you know, I'll, I'll flip through, you know, Ryan Dunleavy's box of art and, and, you know, and I have a feeling that, you know, you're looking around seeing, you know, well, who else can I get commissions from while I'm doing that? It, it's just, it's all, it's all part of it. It's just, it's that, that's part of the weekend. I wouldn't think that, you know, oh my God, now I gotta go over this way. No, and, and if, if we really weren't 
into it would we know how to navigate the floor and and get over to this artist and 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 see that guy it's no and that's cool yeah. i'm just like it, like i was just thinking like damn like i mean we do spend so much of the con like running around doing my art shit and it's just like but then i was like if we wow. didn't have like tasks like what would our what would our each day be like i mean i guess we well, we could seriously do it in a day then or we could go to show we could go to like um Panels. panels and stuff, I guess. Yeah, nah. But who wants to navigate the dealer floor? I mean, that was. I mean, we were there for a couple of times. This out of the four days, we were there Sunday morning. We were there Saturday, and Vince and I went up there for a little bit Friday. So I mean, and that was that was plenty. Right. Artist Alley is where it's that. That's the convention for me mostly. It's it's we get to see people we don't get to see too often. We get to talk to artists we don't get to see too often. And that yeah, you know, it's it's just it, it, names and faces. That's that's. That's what Artist Alley is all about. You know, yeah. you get to see Cooter, you get to see, you know, Mahmoud, you get to see Tom King again. You know, there's just, there are, Yep. that's the thing. I'm all about the artist. I love going to Artist Alley. The dealer floor, right. it's just, it, it's nuts because that's where everybody is. And it's cool to see what people have and, and, and any sales or what specials you can find uh-huh. and, and, and all the tchotchkes that, you know, people go to Joanne's or Michael's and then they make and, and then sell at the con. I mean, and that's, and that's cool because that, that gives you ideas, but that's, that's not New York Comic Con for me. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, on back to the original art subject, Jason, uh, you and David are wired similarly on that front, but I am totally not in the same zone as you guys with the original art. Like I, I, to, I, I see how much you spend on this stuff. Right. And I would never even consider that uh, with very, very few exceptions. Sure. Like w- when you went upstairs and you were talking to, um, Paolo. Yeah. I-, I was looking around at the, the dealers on the other side and there's always that one guy that has the Gary Panther. Right. And yeah, the, yeah. the, he had a, the, uh, San Julian's cover painting for, uh, an issue of Vampirella. Like, see, if I had the scratch, that's the kind of stuff. I would shell sure. out for it, like the vintage stuff, but I'm, I'm not comparing, I, I'm not rating people like those guys aren't any more or less talented than Mahmoud, mm-hmm. who I, th- I think is disturbingly talented, sure but you know, for me to get a Mahmoud, like I, I would, I'm just as happy with his uh, commission book. There's all the things I need in there. Sure. And, and he, we got that from Mahmoud this time around and it, it's amazing. Like this guy is just, his talent compounds yearly. It just seems like there's no ceiling. Yeah. You know what like, I love about Mahmoud? Well, I mean, aside from the fact he's an awesome human being, which which makes supporting him or hanging out with him great. Um, I think he's at the point where his commissions are like as good as any of the guys who pretty much don't make their living off commissions. I mean, the guys like Adam Hughes and Art Adams, who really, because of their attention to detail, can't do interiors anymore you know right right yeah. so they but they make great livings just doing commissions because they can i mean i right. think Mahmoud's commissions are as good as theirs like they're that stunning and yet he still easily in terms of his work rate does a book a month plus cover yeah Mahmoud's commissions are covers oh they are it's oh, ridiculous. yeah they're, they're they go beyond commission yep. in, into into full-blown like any of those uh, any of the pieces in his commission book yeah. could could legit be used well as covers. david may have had a similar experience because he he got an awesome Mahmoud commission as well but i know when oh. i posted all of my all of my art i posted it on facebook on twitter and then i also am a member of a of an art collector page on facebook that i posted it to and Definitely, like the the thing I think so is most telling is, um, inevitably, whenever you post stuff like that, you get lots of likes and comments and, and for everything. But but 
Mahmoud's commission got not only the most likes of anything I posted, but it got the most likes and comments from other working artists. Yeah. Like guys like Bob McLeod and guys like Mike Ruth and, and Aaron Conley all were like, holy crap. You know, like they all, you know, and these are guys that have very distinct styles and different eras. Like it's not just like modern guys that are just buddies with them. I mean, it's guys from all different genres, types, guys that are superhero guys that aren't all were like, Jesus, this guy's a beast, you know? It, it's yeah. a stunning image. I mean, just the composition. Mahmoud just has, I mean, when you flip through that commission book, just whether it's Supergirl or, or Slave Leia or, you know, anybody, steampunk, black cat, it just, the way <laughs> he has the characters laid out. I mean, there's, there's Dawn Star. She just, she got the wings and she's just floating, but it's just, there's something that, there, there, there's the weight, there's the feeling, there's, and, for the most part, his commissions are primarily grayscale, but depending on, you know, if you get Mary Jane or Phoenix or, or any, you know, you get the splash of red, but it's just, it, it, the man just has a way with, with a line. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I was watching the periscope when he was, when he was drawing the, um, the, my Gwen Stacy and, and I had no idea that it would go from what he was doing with, with the Copics just, you know, doing all the great, messing with right. the, the leaves and, and the shading and, and, and Spider-Man's mask in the background. I had no idea. And then he's like, okay, you know, it, it's, I'm done with the periscope. I got to ink it and, you know, I'll, I'll see y'all later. But I mean, to see the finished version is just, it, it, it's breathtaking and it's, it's, it's just, it's so, I mean, it, it's physically heavy and it's probably because of all the, all the markers saturated the paper, but it's just, it is a, it's an amazing piece of art and, and it's something yeah. that I just, I, I will, I'll find room on the wall for it, no doubt, but it's, I, the man is just, he's, he's a threat. I, I'm gonna just, that's, that's what it comes down to. The man, he, he's unstoppable. And he's not gonna go away. No. That's one of the, one of the things that, uh, seeing Jason's commission with yours side by side, Jason's is cool and it has impact and it's it very, very it well done. It, yours has one thing that Jason's doesn't have. The Gwen image has heart. That is Gwen. And the way he rendered, I'm not, you know, no disrespect to Jason, but I think yours is a tick better than, than that. It's, it's, it's a beautiful image. It, it, it's a, you know, it's just fantastic. And I'm thinking like, damn, God knows, you know, he probably just like sat down, just put it there. And it, the guy's crazy. He it's true. He's crazy. Yep. But I gotta say the 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 uh, bikini cut or whatever that is on Domino is friggin' hot. Oh, it is. How it's oh yeah, her costume is cut in there like that. Yep. Oh man, but whatever. Let's not go there. Yeah. Um. Uh. So Thursday, you said it was the preview night or not the preview night, the VIP night in the press. Right, yeah. There's a ton of people there for just that. Um. What one would think, small amount. Uh, no, no, no. I'm guests. saying that's what it used to be. It used to be just like right. at six o'clock. This Thursday, I, I mean, now a couple it's just years a ago, admission thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, because that's what. I'm yeah, no, it, like it definitely was. It, it's it's a Thursday to Sunday thing now, because like like what Jason was talking about a couple of years ago. You know, he thought he'd get in there and maybe get Jimmy the Jim head shit, yes. head sketch finally, and then it's like you know, here's all these exhibitors and dealers, and they're like, no, no, we're already on the list, and like you know, Chung's list is fifty. 50 names long and Jason's like, well then fuck it. But now, now it's a full blown, you know, take off from work and, and you know, it, it's basically, it, it's, it's, it is getting to that San Diego East Coast feel. It's like, it's, it's, 
becoming just New York's version of, of San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, it, it, because we have the whole Super Week and everything. I mean, just not even within the Javits, but, right. um, you know, I mean, it's, it's an actual, you know, from panels and, and, and just everything going on. It starts at 10 o'clock and, and it's running till seven or, or eight o'clock for Artist Alley. But I mean, this is how long it's, it's a full day. You have four full days now, not just, you know, three days and, and maybe a couple hours one night. Totally crazy. It, it was pretty insane. Um, Thursday, we just um, did the uh, original art jam piece thing that Jason was talking about. And um, we got to meet a heck of a lot of people. Absolutely. Why don't you do the rundown? Oof. Yeah. Oh, man. We, uh, well, of course, we stopped by to say hi to Mahmoud and, and pick up our commissions. And we met his uh, his lovely wife, uh, Ismin. We, um Got to say hi to Tony Fleece, who is pretty much a staple there. Minus just sell out. My, 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 minus the misses, which we'll overlook this time. Uh, and who also picked Amy Schumer over us. That's all I got to That, know. that is true. Yes. Yeah, so he blew us off for, well, well I can't really blame him. I like Amy Schumer. Well, the, I have uh, to say, uh, I watched the Amy Schumer SNL yesterday with, uh, my lovely wife and it was hilarious. Okay. Good. Oh, I would expect it to be with her. Um, and, uh, and of course we stopped by to say hi to the, uh, to the UK contingent, Mr. Uh, Mark Laming, and of course Anthony, and uh, and Mark's tablemate Brian Vander from Chicago. Word. Uh, we also Brian and uh, and and Anthony also uh, met us for for drinks Saturday night, which we'll we'll get to. Um, one of the first things we did is as we were walking down that first aisle, uh, we stopped by the. Um, the Tom King table, which is basically the no apologies hangout. But while we were waiting for Tom, we went right to the next table to the left and introduced ourselves to Mr. Russ Braun, who is oh, yes. insanely talented. And, and he was giving us the, oh, he was, I mean, aside from um, just slipping through his portfolio and, and having Jason <laughs> break his role, which he'll get into, but he was, you know, telling us just about, the whole thing with, with the boys and, and working with Garth and, and taking over from Derek. And I love that stuff. I just, you know, to, to I, my most fun I have at a con when I'm not hanging out with the guys is finding out from, from creators, you know, how it is to work with this person. What were the, the, the whole process and, and, and progress of it all. And, uh, Russ was just, he, really didn't keep anything back and and you know he just seems so well i mean he's honest for one thing but i mean it's just unassuming like i you know somebody who drew the boys and 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 drew where monsters dwell you know you would think would be maybe a little bit more um out there or or just overwhelming but yes humble is exactly the word i would yeah, use. Crazy very humble. unassuming and just you know you can just walk up i mean you, you, he'd be the guy that you know you, you'd ask for you know where 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 the phillips head screwdrivers are at home depot he's just he, he's just that kind <laughs> of dude where you just you wouldn't think much of it but i mean just his his work is just absolutely uh amazing but i i jason has to talk about the page he bought well, yeah, I mean, you're, so a cool thing about Russ Braun, I think I may have mentioned on the last episode, he's, his father, uh, is next door neighbors to one of my best friends here in town. Um, they, they both have vacation homes up in Vermont. And so my buddy here, Paul, who doesn't know anything about comics, 
texted me when he was up in Vermont for the last last time he was there, and he's like, hey, do you know a guy named Russ Braun? I'm like, sure, of course. He said, well, I'm sitting here drinking with his dad. And as it turns out, Russ has spent his whole life vacationing up in this house in Vermont. They've known the house since he was a kid. So it kind of set this this precedent where I was going to come up and say hi to Russ regardless. Um, and as you alluded, Dap, I, I, as you know, and I think our listeners know, I have an aversion to buying pencil pages. Mm-hmm. Um, not because they're not great, and they often are, but because generally I buy stuff that I want to display, and I find that on the wall, pencil pages uh, are very hard to see unless you're walking up right next to it and really staring at it. So just generally, I, I don't buy pencil pages, but... When you combine how cool Russ was, you combine the fact that he had pages from where monsters dwell, which we were just gushing about a week or two ago. And then you combine the fact that frankly, Russ undercharges because his art is way too good for what he charges. Yes. I mean, when I was flipping through, there were 20 pages from his portfolio that I would have been happy to own. I mean, not 40. I mean, tons of pages I thought were great looking because he's super, super tight with his pencils. I mean, like crazy tight. And uh, then I got to that page, and offhand, I don't remember what number it is, but it's the um, the page from the third issue where uh, our heroine is uh, coming out of the cabin in a full Amazonian regalia. She's basically in a in a leopard print bikini, and it's a splash of that. And it was like what was it, like two hundred bucks? Yeah, two hundred bucks. So I yeah broke my rule and I bought a pencil page. Yeah, it's, it's well if, spent. if I absolutely if if um, and this was I didn't go. Probably as crazy as I held back on a lot because of um, because of the commission for Mahmoud. I, yeah. I I think I, I well, you even saw it in my portfolio. I think the last commission I really requested in advance at a convention was um, Wizard World 2006, where I asked Dave Wachter and, and wow. Mike Norton for for commission. So normally I'm just there. I'm either I either have my sketchbook out. I'll ask for head sketches. I'll ask for, you know, if they have time to do something on the fly or I sure. will buy pages of art. And this year, and, and I mean, you, there was the Mike Ruth, Mr. Monster piece. There was the Jeff Darrow pages. There were, um, there, there were pages ah. that I was going to go back and look at had I not bought myself a birthday present. And you were very well behaved. I, I, well, yeah, well, when you got your wife in, in your ear, you kind of have to, but it's, it's the, so what, again, you know, with the whole pencil pages thing, I think the only pencil page I have is the double page from, uh, La Mano del Destino from, from Gonzo. And mm-hmm. like you, I kind of want something ink because it's with me that that's the finished product that that's what was in that that's what was published in the comic book and and you know and not to segue into it but i mean that, that that's also why we kind of well, i followed your lead on that but it's kind of why you you've come around on on blue lines and and with some artists to some degree and uh and yes i mean bronze even though they were penciled russ's work was at at a price point where i would have gladly have spent money at, at his table were i able to and and I'm hoping that you know next year when we hit the uh, the circuit, whether we see him in C2E2 or he's back in New York Comic Con, that uh, well actually depending on whatever he has coming out in the spring, if it uh, if it strikes my fancy, I will probably be hopefully looking through his portfolio and that for for those pages. But yeah, yes. R- Russ's price is definitely priced to sell. He is Russ reminds me of of the anchors who just want to blow out their inventory. 
It's like, I pencil this. And, and that's the thing, because he inks himself, he scans it in, and he's able to ink it that way, and that's the finished mm-hmm. product. You see, so there is no, even though Jason bought the penciled page, there is no inked page out there where, you know, someone else also has the same page Jason has. That, that's it. That's, that's the original. That's the one that's out there. And, and it, and it is, it's, it's so detailed. It's, it's almost, it's, it's as if he just inked it very lightly. It's just, it is so, it, that is basically, that's the finished page minus the color. That, that's, that's how I view it. Yeah, Jason. Speaking of inkers, why don't you tell them about your interaction with uh, Mark, Morales? Mark Morales? Oh, well, so well, Mark. Mark is one of our. I mean, I think collectively one of our favorite inkers in the business. Absolutely. And um, I've always gotten along well with Mark. Uh, had a good rapport. I've, I think I've bought something from Mark directly almost every year of New York Comic Con. Um, he's just because he's again he's cool guys, easy to talk to. I love his work, and he, he inks many of my favorite pencilers. Um. So one of one of of my favorite artists in the biz is Jerome Opeña, and Jerome rarely, if ever, inks his own stuff. Um, and in fact, often they just uh, they print from his pencils because he has super crazy tight pencils. And again, if I didn't have an aversion to pencils, I mean, his stuff is gorgeous. Our our, our buddy Roland, our our traveling mate, owns several Jerome Opeña pencil pages, and they're great. Um, but I have been wanting a Jerome page for a long time. And if every time I see him, I ask him if, if he's going to unearth his fear agent pages because he inked those. And, uh, I'm still waiting for that to happen. It hasn't happened yet, but the, um, uh, Avengers rage of Ultron OGN, which came out this year, uh, drawn by Jerome, um, was inked by him for the most part. However, there was a section of the book where he was, I guess, running a little behind. And so he had Mr. Morales ink it. So maybe it was whatever day you guys were on the con floor, whenever you two run up to the, to the, to the main floor, Roland and I stayed back and he and I were looking at, uh, at, at Jerome's art at, at, at Quan yeah, Chang's. Because uh, you sent me, uh, you sent me a text asking which one. Yeah, I sent you a text of two pages I was considering buying, uh, full disclosure, they're both for $800 a piece. But there was also a page, which is a double page spread from the book that, uh, the pencils were there and it was $3,000 for the pencils. And, um, so the next day we're hanging out at Morales' table and I'm seeing what he has and he has tons of great shit flipping through and he has a whole book full of splash pages, double, double page stuff. So I'm going through it and then I get to the freaking inked version, the published version of that same splash page. And I couldn't believe my eyes. So I, I, I bought that page and well, again, it was certainly not inexpensive relative to the grand scheme of things. It was a fraction of the $3,000. And it's the actual page that's in the book. So I was just overjoyed. And you know, you, you mentioned, I mean, and, and the key thing here is that it, it's, it's, it's Mark's inks over blue line. So again, someone else may eventually own the inked, uh, the pencil page. So there's technically two versions of the same piece of art out there. Um, and in years past, I was pretty against buying blue line, but I've done like a 180 on that mainly because, uh, you know, the, the inked over blue line is the stuff that's getting published. Exactly. Like it's not like some random inker is getting a copy of the of the finished page and inking it himself. Like Mark is the inker on the book. It was his inks over blue lines that, that was sent to Marvel to publish. So, you know, I understand in a resale market that won't be worth as much as inks over original pencils, but I'm fine with that because number one, I have no intention of selling my stuff, and number two, like even if and when 
it gets sold when I pass away or something, like it's still going to fetch a pretty penny because it's still going to be Jerome's underlying pencils. And Mark right. is one of those great inkers that he lets the he doesn't overcloud the penciler. Like when Mark inks Quapel or Mark inks Jerome or Mark inks, I mean, who else does he uh, uh, regularly work? Oh, Chung. They, they they look different. Like it looks like Jimmy Chung. It looks like you know. He, it's not like whereas a guy like Klaus Jansen, who I love, you know, when Klaus is inking something, because it looks right, like Klaus. Right. So yeah, it was great, and you guys, I think, all agreed. I got I got that double page spread for less than the price yeah. I was considering buying those two Opania pages directly from. So yeah, um, Mark is like a Mike Royer. He he lets the uh, original penciler shine through. Yeah, like. There's really now that I think about it, Mark really doesn't have a style. I mean, he 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 follows the lead of the penciler and he just goes with what's there. Mm-hmm. Where you know your your Terry Austins and your your uh, Klaus Janssens, you know their style. Yeah, for sure. It's it's very apparent. But I think he's great. Oh, yeah, definitely. The uh, at at the same table and and this is one of those moments where I just figured, you know, to hell with it. Then I'll 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 splurge a bit. One of I, I don't like to use the term underrated in this case. It was like a 10 issue series, uh, Matt Fraction, Barry Kitson. It was the order. It was post, um, uh, the civil war and, uh, was it around the initiative or even just, but any, in, in any case. Yeah, it, it was around. Okay. There. So it, it was, it was basically just, just these heroes that, uh, were kind of thrown together out on the West coast. Um, if you read it, you remember it then, then, but this was a, Double page spread from the order, um, from the, uh, from the sixth issue, uh, penciled by Barry Kitson, inked by Mark. And it, it was, I don't, mostly because I don't know how the hell I'm going to end up displaying them, but I don't have too many. I think actually the, the double page I mentioned earlier from Gonzo's book that this is the second double page spread I own, but it is a fully inked finished double page spread and it was it was under 100 bucks so yeah i figured i don't know how many double page spreads you're going to find for that that have been inked and and fully detailed like that so and and i am i'm a fan of mark i was a fan of that book and uh and i am a big fan of uh if i could get a a a page from jla year one or or maybe you know barry's legion work i I would just you know i would i would be giddy. I mean, even, ever, right? maybe even his, his fantastic forum, but yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of Barry Kitson. So to have, uh, and what, what's cool about Mark and, and he, when, when you buy a page, he will let you know if the penciler is at the show and he'll probably tell you exactly where the penciler sitting. Cause you're like, sure. you, know, you bought, you bought the, the, the opinion page and he's like, you know, well, Jerome's here. And then when I bought the order page, he's like, well, Barry's not at this show, but if you know, I'm sure he'll be at a show. Yeah. And, and it's just, I mean, Mark is just, he is, he is genuinely good and cool people. I, I, well, really, and also, and I go ahead. You know, to your same point, he, he, he's the one who was like, Hey man, I know you probably know this, but like, this is inked over blue lines. Like even like, yes. again, like most he's thinkers not. would never say that because it's right. page. Like he basically gave me the out, right. Of being like, listen, if that's, you know, it's not over pencils. That's a deal breaker. Right. So man, like I got mad love for that guy. And I, he, the, the, the dude's been doing this for years. I would love to have Mark on the show. I mean, not, not just to talk Let's about do it. process and, and, you know, his tool. And cause I know, I know. Vince will probably have a field day with, with, with that. But I mean, just, just the stories of who, who he's inked and, and just 
even if he doesn't name names, I just, I, yeah, we, we, we will have Mark on the show. Yeah. On top of it all, he's a very well-spoken guy. Oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Unlike some people we ran into this con. <laughs> Very unpleasant situations a couple of times. Uh, we, 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 we probably won't go into that. But one thing I noticed is, um, you can always tell when a, an artist's popularity is on the rise, even if they, you know, they start out fairly popular and, and are fan favorites, but I noticed a couple artists whose prices went up drastically this year. See, and I noticed a couple whose went down. But I'll, I'll oh, let really? you go. I'll let you go first. No, I was looking at Ed McGinnis's stuff. Oh, did and, they go up since last year? I didn't even go while the, portfolio. They, they were well beyond my reach last year. Uh, there were some that um, I was like, wow. And, but I think the kicker was that double-paid Superman – um, now that's going through a dealer, so I'm sure the dealer jacked it up quite a bit, but we saw a double page Superman spread by John Romita Jr. with a sticker price of ten. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From, yeah, uh, from that dude. Ten, ten just let that sink in. Ten thousand dollars. If I'm gonna drop that kind of cheese on, on art, yeah. it's gonna be a Kirby. Oh, no well, doubt. It's funny and, you say that, because I'm not gonna get in on the air how much I spent at the show. But you guys know I spent a decent amount of money. Yeah, right. So I was thinking, like, I love literally in like I love everything I bought, like, and I got fifty three pieces of art. Right. But oh, counting the the jam piece. Yeah, counting the jam. Okay. Okay. Um. But like, assuming that that's like a level of spend that I'm comfortable repeating at some point, I could fill Grail hopes. Like, I could I could buy a Blue Sema Avengers page, right? I could. Right. I could I could buy. A, a Davis Excalibur page. I, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm thinking like at this point, is that a better way to allocate capital? No, I don't think so. I, I agree with Vince. Really? Yeah. Um, because the grails are few and far between, but you've discovered a lot of artists in the jam. Piece I would, process. yeah, I would, I would strike while the jam piece, I mean, cause until, because the, are the Bushima pages going to go up anymore? They go up, but to your point, like, it's not like they're, they don't, they're not going up, like. They're not doubling in price day. every year. No, no. Right. Like, you get those I'll anytime. be honest. I mean, sadly, I mean, sadly, Busema is somewhat of a forgotten, like, he's, cause he's been passed away for so long, he's, his art hasn't gone up a lot because, like, there's a group of people that already love him, but he's not, like, there's not, like, a new collection of people that have come to love him, you know? Right, right. But what I was going to say is, Jason takes a lot of risks with the jam pieces. Oh, no doubt. Like, like there, there are um, a lot of sure things. You go to Tom Rainey, you know you're sure. going to get quality work back. Oh. But I, I have seen you um, solicit artists that I would have walked by personally. Sure. Um, and Look, sometimes to, it doesn't work out. No, to your credit, they it works out more often than it not. does. But there's a, there are times when you're like, oh, okay. But the cool thing about, uh, listen, the cool thing about jam pieces, especially if they're composed well, is that, like, most jam pieces can survive one or two, like, squares where you're not in love with it. It's like, right. it's like an anthology, right? I mean, if the anthology's got six stories and one of them's kind of meh, and one's men's and men's, but the other four are good, like, you're gonna love the anthology. It's the same thing, like, if I have a jam piece with 12 to 14 squares, and two of them are 
not what I'd hoped for, but the other 12 are awesome. Like I'm not, it's like, I'm going to love the piece. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Um, which gives me a great segue. Jason is started this time around a bronze age Marvel <laughs> jam piece. Now, you know, I don't want, I don't want you to get all embarrassed and, and let you tell the story yourself. That's why I'm going to tell it. Now he, he had, what is your fault? So it is it my is fault true. to, to a certain amount. Yeah, it is a little bit, but he tried to but redeem he, himself at the end. Th- this is the thing. One would think that it would be a sure thing and I'll get into yeah. it. But so he has slots for ghost rider, man thing, uh, son of Satan, all, all the great, Bronze Age characters, and um, he has Radine on there. Um, but one was a Croyer. Now, you would think that soliciting um, one of the um, designers of a Croyer would, would be a, a great idea. And, and he was at the show. So um, Jason's like, man, who do I get to draw a Croyer? I got I to find somebody. And I said, well, why don't you just get Michael Golden to do it? I mean, when I think of Croyer, I think Michael Golden. And he's like, damn, that's a good idea. So um, it took a lot of wrangling to to get the actual piece from Michael. Like, he held on to it for a long oh, time. For the whole day. Yeah, for the whole day. Yeah, yeah. And it's, in reality, right? what is it? A, what is it, a one by two and a half? Or, it's or a business one and a half? card. So, like, business like card. Big two and a half by three, maybe. Right. Um, and I, I just was waiting. I was like, oh man, Michael Golden on a Croyer. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you crush it? Um, he crushed it, <laughs> but it, it, it was something to, to be thrown away. It, he did, I, I, you know, and it, it actually, it, it's like, what universe am I living in where I can actually say that Michael Golden did a terrible a Croyer? Well, it's funny um, because of, I think I got five squares done on that page over the weekend. And, and, and I mean, real talk, I mean, Michael Golden's is the worst. Yeah, he's, he, it was a definite softball. Uh, one of the characters distinguishing characteristics are the, the head, the yes, head force. The ears, like the, 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 right. the right, the protuberances yep. from the side of the head. That's a Croyer. And he didn't even include them. <laughs> he put it in extreme close up. A Croyer's turned to the side, like, get that fucking camera away yeah. from me. He's trying to turn away and you don't see the head. Spine. It's like what? Golden signature is bigger so, so than what parents. else? It, it almost looks like abstract art. Yeah. When glance at it, and it, it was mystifying why he would allow something like that to leave his hands. True. But then like, to like, your point, though, you gotta call him out on. Like he's one of the greats. Yeah. But then to your point, though, you get someone like Amirka Andolfo, right? Who I didn't yes. know. I literally had never heard of her name until I saw it in Artist Alley. I looked her up, loved her Tumblr page. She's drawing some of that DC bombshell stuff now. Yes. And I thought, okay, she can draw the ladies pretty well. We all saw she could barely speak English. She's Italian. Um, but she looked through my list and she saw Blink, who's one of my favorite characters, as you guys know. And she's like, oh, I would love to do Blink. She, we came back and she, she was, it's, it's, it's breathtaking. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's easily the focal point of that. Yeah. I mean, page. so much so. It was so nice. In fact, that, that had we stayed for, I mean, we, we, we didn't spend very long on Sunday at the show. But had we been there for like a good chunk of the day, I would have gone back and had her do another jam piece. Like that's how good it was. I was like, Jesus. Which is high praise yeah. when, when you got guys like Riley Rossmo on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Tom Rainey. Yeah. But, and I was shocked, um, with what Golden charged you. Yeah. He's, he's oh, the second most expensive Renee, I've ever though. paid for a jam piece. Yeah. And can we tell them? 75 what, bucks. $75 for a horrible piece of art. For, for literally a business card. I mean, a business card, it's yeah. maybe like two, I think a business card is like two inches by three and a half inches. 
Right. But you know what? I think this is a service to people because if this keeps happening, he's going to see his – well, maybe not because of his, his, his stature in the industry. Like I consider Michael Golden one of the all-time greats. Absolutely. But, but if this keeps going on, like – and you got to wonder, is it Renee not leaning on That's him? That's not wondering, man. Like, like I mean – Renee seems like I had a bad experience with Mike Seck at Heroes. Renee ran his table. Of course. I had a bad experience with Tex, and I know Tex. Yep, you had a bad experience with Tex having known him. Renee ran that table at the first C2E2. I mean, bad experience with Michael here. And then, of course, we haven't had an experience because we don't like the dude's art, but, but, but she's, she runs the sodium's table too. Right, well. No, but I'm saying, so like, I guess, like, yeah, I would say that I'm pretty reticent to deal with any of Renee's reps, uh, artists anymore. Yeah. Well, I would be, too. $75 is not chump change. I mean, you know, it varies. But still, 75 bucks, you could have bought a ton of stuff with that. Yeah. I mean, and, compa- and, let's compare that to Clayton Crane, which I also paid 75 bucks for. Yeah, but he destroyed it. He did. Now, again, yeah. but talk about nervous, right? But see, then, now that was, yeah, that was an, ex- I would have not expected the outcome to be based on, based on the interaction with the artist beforehand, I wouldn't have known what to expect. I mean, it, it all worked out, but leading up to that, I mean, that, that's what we're, that's what you're walking away from is, is, is the, we go to a con, we'll go up to a table, we'll strike a conversation with an artist and that's, that's all part of it. And, and even though the outcome was worth it, the 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 build up the 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 leading to that you know Jason didn't know what to expect once he left the artboard with him but I mean up up to that point it was a tad uncomfortable it, it was very uncomfortable because um those of you who haven't um, interacted with Clayton Crane I don't know if it was just the mood he was in at that particular time but Jason would ask a question and the response would be like say goodnight David times <laughs> 20. Yeah, I mean, was there was this thing, gi- right? like, gigantic span of time in, beti- in between the, the point where he opened his mouth and something actually came out. One of you guys suggested like, Clayton oh, Crane to me. That was me. Yeah, because you're, yeah, right? you're a big fan from X-Force. And and then I was like, well, he's a painter, so I don't think he does jams. And then, like, it was either Friday or Saturday. Yeah, it was Friday, I think. Friday. We were, we were, like, kind of winding down, saying our goodbyes, and it was t- late late in the day. And we just happened to walk by Clayton's table and he was working on essentially a, like a, like a jam piece. Like he, it was a, it was a single, like, it was like a trading card. He was working on a trading it, card. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a trading card. He was painting it. He was painting yep. it and it was incredible. Yeah. So I just stopped and said, Oh wow. Like, are you doing, like, is that on spec or are you just doing these to sell? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm doing this commission. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. And I said, you know, and then I said, by the way, you know, love your work, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have these head sketch jams that I do. I would love for you to do one. I didn't know if this was, if you'd like to, if you were, you know, comfortable working this small, but if you are, it'd be great. Like, can I ask how much that was? And the guy, and he was like, yeah, man, I'd be interested. Like, bring it by tomorrow. Like, it'd be like 50 bucks. I'm like, great. And then we show up the next day, <laughs> jam piece. And I'm like, I would love for you to draw apocalypse. And you guys know, like, I try and pair the artist with, the, like, I try and say, like, all right, this artist style is going to be good with this character. So I'm like, man, I would love for you to draw apocalypse. You know, I loved your X Force run. It's a natural. And he must have paused for a minute. Oh, it went on for days. He was like, it's like he had something stuck in his tooth. He was like, well, and he like waited. I was like, waiting. And he's like, so then I was like getting nervous. I'm like, well, listen, I have other characters too. Like here they are. Like you could do any of these characters. And he's like, (laughs) and then suddenly he's like, all right, I'll do the apocalypse. Like, but totally as if like it was doing me a favor. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then he's like, what I'd say I charge you like 50, 75. 
I'm like, well, and he's like, yeah, let's make it 75. So I was like, at that moment, I'm like, man, fuck this guy. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. But you got up. But then I'm like, eh. I'm like, I saw what he, I just saw what he did yesterday. And I'm like, it was so gorgeous. Yeah. So we rolled with it and it worked out. Yeah. There is a price to be paid for that kind of talent. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just amazing. He painted that shit. Yeah. Yes, he did. And, and he is somebody who, based on his art, I didn't expect that there are some, some artists that, I mean, you could do the same thing with music where, you know, you, you just, you picture the artist and Crane is not the dude who I expected with that. Um, yeah. If you pay Marilyn Manson to write a birthday tune for you, you know, it's going to have a lot of minor chords in it. Uh, you know, Clayton Crane is going to be fairly dark. Yeah. And, 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 and it really, I mean, I don't think with, with, with the red in there and, and some of that blue, I don't think, I don't think the apocalypse is all that dark, but it was, no. but even, even the conversation, you know, I mean, cause again, you try to, we don't, I, I, I know I didn't last year with the jam pieces, but I, I know Jason doesn't just drop the stuff off and go, okay, hey, I want you to draw, you know, blank. You know, they don't, Jason always, he, he's got, he's got the icebreaker. He's like, listen, you know, I reached out to you on Facebook. We, we, we were talking about, you know, the jam, jam pieces and uh, if you have time, but you always have, you know, so hey, so I was reading this book and, you know, how did that, you were asking Crane about, you know, so how's, how is it like working with Kent on Exactly. Ryan? I was like, like, yeah, how you like working with Kent? And he's just like, well, he listens to my ideas. I'm like, awesome. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Literally pull the teeth. Yeah, That's why very... it's always good. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you're both excellent wingmen, but that, I mean, I gotta, I gotta, if we're getting, just like Vince, you said that his Mahmoud piece is a little better than mine. I gotta say Dap's a little bit better wingman than you. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> it's true because I don't usually say much. Right. I observe. But like between us, you know, like you said, we're pretty good at like fostering a conversation with the peeps. Yeah. Yeah. So then the only issue really is whether or not they want to sit there and talk to us while they draw it. Right. And, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, like, look, but the thing is, is I have to say, like, all things being equal, I mean, in terms of the art hall, like, I couldn't have been more pleased because given how much I got and went a little crazy, like, I'm, I'm thrilled with the vast majority of it. But it's the last yeah. time of the year. We're not going to do this again until March. Exactly. And it all, it also helps if the artist in question has a companion with them behind the table. Like when, when Tony's wife is there, I'll stay there and talk all day. Oh, absolutely. Day, and I told sure. him that. I'm like, yeah, Brian, cause yeah. he's like, yeah, no, it was, it was a good show. I'm like, well, you, you know, you would have made more money if Shannon was there. But, but okay, for art, so for example, Brett Levins, he, he's somebody who I expect, I mean, that's. Oh, so good. The dude, the dude, yeah. it's like his art. I, I think, and, and Brett lives in Arizona and, and apparently he, um, not apparently suggested Brett Blevins. You, yes, you did, and and it's yeah, yeah. and so uh, it's a good idea. The the dude is uh, he lives in Arizona. Broke his arm recently, not his drawing arm, but he uh, you know so he's on the mend. But his wife is there, and his wife is she's fantastic because she's keeping him in check. Be, the the guy right before um, Jason went up to the table. Not only did he have a bunch of books to sign, and and Brett's got a sign on his table. He's like you know first. Two. First two signatures are free. After that, it's like a buck or three or whatever. So, um, so after he had the book signed, he's like, Hey, could you do a 30 second sketch? And I was watching Brett's wife. And as Brett's drawing, sketching the Joker real quick, it's all loose. You can tell it's going to be the Joker, but she's like, All right, that's it. And he's like trying to noodle with the hair a bit. And she's like, okay, that's it. And he's like, and he's trying to add more teeth. And she's like, that's it. And I'm like, this is awesome. So, I mean, she was, she is. I mean, because even Clayton Crane's wife, that, that's who Jason paid. That's who was in charge of the finances. We, we're so familiar with, I mean, we're, sure. 
we've been around enough conventions and, and enough artists to know that, you know, the dudes are there to draw, but, and, and even, even Merka, she, she didn't handle the money is the dude nope. she was with. He was, he was the handler. So, I mean, everybody, everybody has their role. I mean, and, and it's the same thing with, with the artists, with the reps, Renee handles the money for golden and, and Jason handles the money for the oh, she handles the money. Oh, yeah, I know. But it's, so, you know, everybody, everybody's got, got their thing. So Brett's wife, I, I wish I had her name. She she was absolutely. I mean, she and when you drop something off to get work done, when when you're getting a commission from Brett Blevins, she takes your name, blood type, email address, phone number. She doesn't. <laughs> she she wants to make sure she will be able to track you down, no matter. No, what it's really nice that, that she does that. It's absolutely um, fantastic. I love yeah, when artists do that. Like uh, Kevin Wada did that at Heroes as well. That's you know, he right. Takes your digits and he texts yep. you, and it's ready. That's beautiful. Yes. Ryan, that's, Ryan, that's Ryan Bowden, I did that too. And by the way, I got to yeah. shout out, like, again, we have lots of artist stories we can tell, but I got to shout out Ryan Bowden because first okay. of all, I put him on blast <laughs> because he did an awesome Black Panther for me, Heroes, but we laughed hysterically on air about the fact that he signed it to Gary instead of to Jason. And I, I, I vaguely remember Ryan saying he listened to our show, Dap, but I, I didn't remember if it was regular. And here we go. We rolled to Ryan's table because I had a commission to beast from him this, this time. <laughs> He texts me saying, hey, buddy, your beast is ready. I'm like, great. Roll over. I brought the Black Panther to have him re-sign. Before I even pull anything out, we walk right up to the table, and he's like, he's like, I won't sign this one to Gary. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so he heard us on the show. Yes. He was totally self-deprecating about it. He whited it out. He wrote it to Jason. Super cool dude. Like I, 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 again, I got even cool credit for like not being like uptight about it, like kind of just laughing it off and stuff. Like very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- I think that was the first instance where someone texted you when you're uh, the Bre- the Blevins thing. They texted you when your piece was done. That that is professional. That's right? what I'm saying. Him, him, and Ryan Bodenheim both did that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, and Kevin Wallace annihil- did it at Heroes, which I loved. Yeah. Blevins annihilated your your Ileana. I'll tell you something, man. It makes me it legit makes me sad. Like I had forgotten about you know you talk about guys that that don't get. I forgot about Brett Blevins until this weekend, and then when you guys reminded me of him, I started looking back at all the new mutant stuff he did, and I remember how much I love that stuff—the bird brain stuff and the Gossamer stuff. I mean, he was one of my favorites at the time in retrospect. Yeah. So I'm real bummed that like I don't like he didn't. I feel like he didn't do enough after that. So it was super cool to see him back and. I mean, it was the Ilyani that was great, but like I, I'm such a fan of his work. In retrospect, like if he's back again next year, or if he's at Baltimore or oh, C2C, whatever, commission. I want to get straight up commission from that dude for real. Please commission a nude gossamer. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't do the nudes, but <laughs> Blevins' um, best asset is his um, depiction of. Work. Oh, absolutely, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, and yeah. right next to Brett Blevins was somebody who I was. I've been a fan of for years and, uh, and recently he, uh, he illustrated the Suicide Squad convergence tie in. And, and again, I believe this was Vince. Jason was smart enough to get a, uh, a jam piece of, uh, from Mr. Tom Mandrake. And that was awesome. Yep. He did it in the in the Gene Collins a little bit like yeah, Gene Collins. Yeah, he absolutely did. Yeah. It's 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 nice that you got the Mandrake and and you got a little bit of uh of, of that old school look to it. But I mean, I you know, and and what was cool about Mandrake's table or two tables was was you had his wife on one end 
and 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 you had his daughter right next to him, who is a fantastic artist in her own right. Um, it, Tom has been just drawing stuff for for decades, and and I mean, and so is his wife, and and they're both. I I, I think this is this is probably one of the first cons where you got a lot of uh, of the old because you got. I mean, you've had McLeod before, but you got Bob again this year. Um, you got Tom, you got Brett. You 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 generally tend to stick with Buckler. with, with <laughs> he hasn't gotten Buckler or Savick yet. Uh but but you tend to stick with, with, with either the dudes that, that you're familiar with that are drawing now or or that you're on the lookout for. Um but I, I, I enjoyed the uh the old school feel this time around. Yeah. Uh and every time we walked by man well, at least from what I could see. Every time we passed Mandrake, more often than not, the piece he was working on was the Spectre. He he must get a ton oh, I don't doubt of, of requests to draw the Spectre. Yeah, I would think so. yeah and, and he nailed every one of them. And you are correct. His daughter is um, very adept. Yes. Um, she had a... a <laughs> he's funny. She had her, her work there. And, uh, man, she was... Uh, Incredible and and very easy on the eyes. Too. <laughs> Another two guys I want to think I want to special shout out on the artist. You're guys, in a hole. You're, you're far away, dude. Hold on. I don't know. Am I better? Just input. No. Oh boy. <laughs> and let's not sell Rich Buckler short. I mean, he's, there you go. He he's kind of. Uh, a little bit on the crotchety side, but the man has produced some of the best covers ever for, for sure. fantastic. My pants? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. you're good. Cool. Um, so the, uh, the dudes over at the, at, at Felix's table, um, <laughs> he, I just had Gary Brown's name highlighted too, so go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like, like Gary Brown. <sighs> you're in the hole again, buddy. Hold on. my wiring. Hold on. <laughs> 390 episodes. Amazing. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> that comes That's through my... clear. Seriously, <laughs> we get the we get to eat a dick, but everything else is in the toilet. Are we all right now? Yeah, you are fine now. What the fuck. <laughs> anyway, was this no apology? Feel it. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? Oh, shit. This is the episode I'm going to try to get us into C2E2 with. Did, did this go bad? Thank goodness David's wearing his Depends. Oh, fuck, yes. Where's my water bottle? Still bad, still bad. Well, David, yes. maybe we can talk about something while while he's getting everything. Out. What did you you mentioned? You got six comics while we were walking around. While you were walking around the dealer floor, what did you end up with? I did get six comics. Um, let's see. Uh, there was a Man Thing number thirteen, uh, which features art by Tom Sutton, and I'm actually. Don't remember what I got, so I'm bringing it up on the Facebook. Oh, oh here it is. Got your Incredible. Uh, yeah, I got Incredible Hulk 176. So close. I, 181. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, Man Thing number 13. No. Uh, Ghostly Tales number 113, which is 
Tom Sutton. Tom Sutton. Uh, fully painted Tom and Sutton that's, cover. That's the cover that's accompanying the uh, the Comics Journal interview. How about now? Nope. No. And it it also is features the story I talked about uh, maybe two weeks ago in the Craig Yo book, the all black and white Tom Sutton tale. Yes. It was indeed printed, printed in black and white. I got a copy of Secret Six number four. Look at that cover. Jack, Spar- Jack Sparling. Okay. Yes. And we, we I was talking with Gabriel Hardman, and he I said, Gabriel, is this uh, Jerry Grandinetti? He's like. I don't know. It looks a little like Grandinetti, but there's something something there that Grandinetti didn't do. And so I researched it, and it is Jack Sparling. Awesome. Any better? A little, a little bit. Fuck. Yeah. And then, uh, last but not least, I got now it's bad. I got a copy of Ghostly Tales 104 from Charlton. Feet from yeah, the great Charlton, uh, with uh, a Pat Boyette beautifully painted uh, cover and interior story. There's Ditko. Inside there, it's just, and I got them for two bucks a piece. Wow, that's that's crazy. I like how that whole cover says "Crisis on Counter Earth." Much better. Yes, Crisis God on Counter Earth. I don't know what the problem is. Um, is it back I also, okay yes, yeah, it's fine. Right. It's fine right now. Um, I also got a. This thing immediately drew my attention. It's an oversized one shot um, with. Um, Featuring the Mad Balls. Remember the Mad Balls? I love those things. Um, and it has a dust jacket, French, uh, flaps. Uh, it, it, it's just an, uh, I'll talk about it. I didn't read it all, but it, it's like a pop art, uh, masterpiece. It's just all these indie artists joining together to do stories about, uh, the Mad Balls. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was great. Nice. Now, what were you going to say about uh, Felix? Oh, no, well, I was going to say Felix's dudes are super cool, starting, yes. with, uh, starting with Nick Dragata, who's always a fellow Eagles fan, so we always have that, that thing working. But um, I, uh, in, in, in evidence to Vince's point that I have a sickness, mm-hmm. um, I actually pre-ordered and paid for two commissions at this show that I forgot I ever paid for. Who does that? Who does that? It's like waking up with a man. How did I get it? It's pretty much like a straight out of air boy. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so I walk up to Felix's table and he's like, Oh, I got, I got your, your commission. He pulls out this awesome cable and domino commission. And I'm like, This is awesome, but it ain't me. And he's like, Dude, you, it's your commission. I'm like, Bro, it's not my commission. He's like, Bro. I got your, you paid for the shit. Like I'm looking at JB Wood. He's like, you paid for it. I'm like, Dude. Oh, that's awesome. So it was Gary Brown, who I've gotten stuff from before. Um, most notably artist of the massive as well as cat, Catwoman stuff, but uh fellow Scotsman. But yeah, he did this awesome commission for me. And, um, he was sharing a, a table with Chris Mooney, him, which who we've talked to before. He's done an intro for us. Uh, five ghosts, which Vince is a big fan of. So Love I also paid, which I remember doing a, for a commission from, from Chris and he hadn't done it at the start of the show. He was going to do it at the show, but super cool guys. I had a great time chatting with him. And when Chris was giving me my commission and we were chatting it up and it turned out awesome at Phantom X, um, I then parlayed into asking him if he would do a jam piece and he was like, Oh yeah, that's cool. I'll do this. And then I was about to be like, how much, you know, whatever, what do you think is fair for price? Fully intending to, you know, pay a fair price for it. And Gary's like, looks at him and goes, just so you know, I did his, I did his jam piece for free. <laughs> and I was like, oh, not necessary. And Chris is like, oh, we'll settle up when you get back. 
So then I get a thing from Felix, hey, your, your jam pieces are ready. I come back. He hands it to me. Chris was at a, a panel at the time. And no charge. And then I come back to Chris later, and I'm like, Chris, you know, I need to settle up with you. I didn't pay. And he's like, no, nah, it's on the house. So first of all, huge love to Chris because we're in an era where jam pieces are not free. <laughs> they, like when we started, do, when I started doing these in like 2007, a lot were free, but they're not anymore. So for him to do a free one in 2015 is super awesome. And then mad props to Gary because I'm sure he had to pardon it by guilt tripping. <laughs> So I got well, mad I mean, love to, both of them. But but to your credit though, I mean if you're if you're buying a commission, if you commission art from someone, mm-hmm. generally not always, as we've seen this weekend, generally though, that will okay, well you 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 you've bought my art, then I will gladly or if you've purchased art from them in the past, sure. That 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 tends to go a long way. But yeah, I mean Chris just seems like that kind of dude where you know what? Let me and he did an awesome Baron von Strucker. I mean that that, that matched up perfectly. Yeah, yep. it, it's fantastic. And and that Phantom X has to be one of my favorites that oh, you nice. have in your collection. I mean it's oh. it's it's got a Frank Miller quality to it. But I mean, and I'm not a huge Phantom X fan, but it's that mm. for some reason I know that just I don't know why <sighs> that one just really. What's the matter? Nothing. <laughs> it it that one hits my sweet spot for some reason. That's cool. I dig it a lot. Yeah. Cool. Should we get to the? It is. Okay. It is beautiful. It is very beautiful. Should we get to the? Uh, to the socializing. Yeah, I just want to talk about um, briefly some of the news. Oh, that was, sure. Um, Please do. Let, let go at the convention. Yeah, there was because we didn't know about this stuff until after. Oh, speaking of news, though. Yes. We did briefly say hello to Mr. Rich Johnson. Yes. Yes, we did. Cool. And he was receptive to the thing we've been talking about. Yes. So stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's not a t- teaser. I don't know what is. Um, we won't talk about the rumors because until those uh, bitter fruit drop from the trees, then we'll get into it. Yeah. But um, one of the biggest news items, according to me, was <laughs> the fact that um, there will be a change um, a very uh, quick change to Spawn. Mm-hmm. It turns out that um, the great John Boy Myers is is done with the book, Good which um, I, I think that's a big mistake. But anyway, uh, I think it was the best thing to happen to the book in a long, long, long time. Perfect fit for the title. He is no longer on the book. Uh, what will be happening is, from what I've heard and and what we were told. Eric Larson is going to be drawing the book um, and writing the book along with Todd, who will be, I'm guessing, inking and writing the book. While still putting on Savage Dragon. Yes. Okay. Um, Now, don't get me wrong. I love both Todd and Eric. I think they're they're some of my favorite creators out out there. I've been I've been reading their books since issue one, and I have never left. You and Raph are two of the few supporters of Todd, and you are one of the for real few living supporters of both Eric and Todd. Yes, and uh, did I go bad again? No, no. I I just think I mean I I would love to see Eric on on Spawn, but I just think it's a recipe for disaster when you get two gigantic egos like that. On, on one title. Now, you know, everyone knows that Spawn is Todd's baby. When Eric has an idea and right. Todd says no, how long is that going to last? How long is Eric going to be told no? Mm-hmm. 
it's it's just I, I and I, I was I was talking with many people about this. Uh, one of them, John Boy, and and you know he was he was mum about the whole thing because the guy just left the book. But yeah. I said, you know, I'm taking bets. I give it three issues tops. The, before Eric's just like, yeah, this wasn't a very good idea. Mm. There's a reason why uh, Image United hasn't finished. Yeah. Um, I wish them well. I hope it does work out. I, I, I'm, I've bought the book since one. I'm going to continue to buy it. So yeah, it'd be great to see these two, um, you know, Kumbaya on Spawn, but uh, chances are slim. Yeah. I think. And if I had bigger stones, I would have went up to Eric, who was there with his little claw drawing the, the, the great, uh, pieces, claw. you know, just like Eric, what are you doing? What, uh, how could you be optimistic about this pairing? It's, but, it's just, you know, you are paper- more optimistic in terms of, I mean, I'm not saying your, your logic here is wrong. We've, we've already talked about it and you know, I agree, but, but yeah. like, what if, dude? Oh, sure. It could like, be one of the best. What if it's fucking magic? It, it could rival the, uh, Capullo McFarlane yeah. run. I, I'm not betting on it, but. No, but how, but like, it, it what if though, right? Like, what if yeah, let's what let's if. give them the benefit of the doubt for now um but but Jenkins was doing a great job and he set up all these I think so and he set up all these really? I thought he was doing a very good job why did you read it no. well okay um th- there are wheels in motion that you know spawn is uh Al's pissed off and he's going to hell to take on Satan and then when he's done with that he's going to turn his attention to the big guy it's like leave me alone um, and the, well, I'm sure I what happened was, to Wanda didn't help. Well, that was the whole thing. The devil, uh, Satan manipulated, uh, the pulled the track, strings yeah. to get, yeah. pulled the strings to get Wanda killed yeah. in order to get Al's attention. Spoilers. And the, right. the uh, Satan wants the symbiote. That's what he wants. He doesn't give okay. a shit about Al. He just wants the symbiote. No. Oh. So, um, it's, it's a cool story in the making. And I, I hope we get a little bit of resolution on this because there's going to be a four part thing starting soon that I'm sure Todd and Eric are working on, but whatever. Um, I just think, uh, it, it just makes me wonder about Mr. McFarland. Let's be continuing in dark room number two. Yeah. The, uh, before we get to the after hours festivities, um, just a few other dudes we said hello to, um, Olivier Coipel, Jason and I brought our amazing Spider-Man pages and his mm-hmm. inhuman pages to, uh, to get signed. Um, always stop by to say hi to Dexter Fines. Always stop by to say hi to, uh, Mr. Jeremy Hahn, who celebrated his 40th Big birthday at the convention. Uh, and also finally met Jason A. Hurley, co-writer of, uh, The Beauty, who, um, asked me Wednesday night while we were playing Magic, if I play magic and I had to reply that it was my first time. Um, it was a really cool dude. Um, and they still didn't show me what was inside that super secret beauty bag. Well, Cause you didn't buy it. No, but I want to know what's well, in you there. Buy it. I didn't buy it either. I uh, forgot. I didn't get a chance to get back to the table. Uh, we both, I, I got a full, full on commission, uh, and, and you had a, uh, a phenomenal addition to your cannonball run. Yeah, piece, but uh, we stopped by and said hello to uh, Mr. Tom Richmond. Yes. Uh who is just who is one of the just the he, and and again, he and his wife. Wife handles handles the business side of things. He just shut up and draws and and uh and it's it's a, it, I like that. I I like the idea that you know, not not only do now cuz 
you're you're somewhere far from home for a whole weekend. Yep. It's nice to actually have somebody that you know with you, but to just be able to sit down and work and people are coming up to me, they're asking me for stuff, I need to do this, to not have to deal with, okay, did they pay me? And and you, Jason, you have a fantastic, I mean, I, I, I giggle when you text yourself, but, you know, you know who you paid, who you didn't pay, and you generally want to pay up front, so this way you can just pick up the piece and yeah. move on to the next dude, and, and this way you know you paid. A couple of dudes are like, Nah, pay me after because I just don't want to handle the money now like Aaron Lepresti and, and a couple of the dudes were just, you know, just pay me when I'm done. And, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, you, you, you modify things on the fly, but to, uh, to just, you know, to have somebody there who can just handle the money part of things and, and know, just, just keep track of that. I think that's yeah. fantastic. And, and, and it keeps them grounded. It keeps them sane. They're not, like I said, they're, they're not far from home and just, you know, frazzled. And I mean, granted, if you've been around a few conventions, you know what you're doing. But I I appreciate the whole tag team aspect, the business side of handling it instead of just, you know, hey, you know, I'm just going to – I'm winging it. I don't know if you paid me. I don't remember if you did. I'm just having a good old right. time. And that, that that doesn't help anybody. Right. But Richmond but, killed that Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, he's, yeah, he definitely did. But um, Richmond's original pages are a fantastic value. Sure. I, I think uh, I think the guy uh, underprices his work. Agreed. You can get a double page spread. Well, it's because he's not a comic book guy. But it's he's a Mad Magazine guy, and I right. Think but I'm saying more. I think that that doesn't play as well in that like in the you know. Yeah, maybe maybe not. But um, uh, and the man on uh, the icing on the cake works large size. Yeah. He does. Oh yeah. Uh, much much bigger than the standard yeah. comic page. So if you do buy yourself a Tom Richmond page. Either bring a portfolio or something to to bring that home in because it is big. I mean, they they are big. His double page spreads are massive, and the detail is astounding. Like, um, we saw one. The one I I really glommed onto was the uh, True Detective. Yeah, uh, yeah. Parody. Yep. It was a it was astounding. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I need to take that home, but I, I didn't. No, you didn't. And then uh, we. I mean, and and I'm guessing either he just he. Unlike Jim Chung, which I'll get into, but I, I'm thinking that he, I'm hoping he sells through his inventory or he just keeps it current because last year when we were at his table, right, he had a lot of the, uh, the second Hobbit yes, pages. Yes, he did. And that was all This gone. year he had Avengers Age of Ultron, True Detective, and the third, the, the, the five armies, the third Hobbit movie. So either, like I said, either he sells through his stuff. Or he just like, listen, this is what current, this is current shit. This is what the people remember. This is what's out now. If this is out on DVD or Blu-ray, then this is what the people, I, I really dig that. Jim Chung, on the other hand, Jason and I love going through his, and, and Roland too, we love going through his portfolio. But my man, sadly, although that one access page with old versus new Cyclops was gorgeous mm-hmm. with the overlay, my man just had, Axis and original sin pages from that zero issue, and I'm like, I don't know anybody who's buying this. I just, yes. I, it's beautiful. It's Jim Chung art, but it's like, dude, I, I know you've done other stuff, and I, I, are you? I, I, I was befuddled. I, I flipped through. I, I was watching you flip through, and I was just like, there's, there's nothing here aside from that cover that that I, I need to leave with. Why don't you just go the distance and bring all your scion art? Oh, <laughs> just, 
Yeah, knock them dead, Jim. At least I got that Infinity page, bro. But I mean, yeah, yeah, you did. did. um, um, For the record, I like Scion a lot. Yeah, you do. I do. Ryan Brown, Brownie was a uh, was of course a treat. To uh, we always have to stop by and say hi to him. But this year, he was (laughs) offering his greatest masterpiece of all time, a uh, a completely reworked copy. Of God Hates Astronauts number one. <laughs> this is Goats Eat Castanets mm-hmm. number <laughs> minus so funny. one, uh, which is completely <laughs> reworded. It's a completely different comic book, which I did not have a chance to read for this episode, but I'll try to read it for next week. Uh, yeah, read- did you read it? Yeah, uh, he's got problems. <laughs> uh, of course he has problems, but the, the, uh, the limited edition Unveiled at New York was a was a sketch cover uh, where he will draw whatever you want in place of the head, and uh, we all took turns and uh, and and Vince's was great. Jason was perfect because it's like just just draw yourself, bro, and and he did as a big old balloon head. Uh, but it is a um, yeah no I Vince summed it up the, the the dude definitely has has some yeah. problems but he's serious i mean problems. we love him but yeah yeah <laughs> dude draw, dude draw a dick on my well you asked him too ryan is at his best when he can just like like be himself just be no but like just be super off the cuff creative yep like he's he's a great he's he's an artistic improv guy you know, yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like that, which is why I think Blast Furnace is fantastic. It's a 24 hour comic. It's like, this is what I, I drew like a page every hour. That's, that's great. I think, I mean, as much as collectively we enjoyed God Hates Astronauts, that was long form. You had planning involved. You had to mm-hmm. think where, I, although I don't know if Brian was, Ryan was thinking where, you know, where he's, where it's going, but it's, he is, if you just, I, Seeing him, like, I think it would be great to see him work with Stanley, where Stan's like, hey, I want the Fantastic Four to meet God. Right. And, you know, where Jack Kirby creates Galactus, who the fuck knows what Ryan would have come up with? But I just, I, I, I love just throwing shit at Ryan to see, you know, what'll happen. I wonder if the uh, vagina face he drew was subconsciously, like, his wife's vagina. <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. Now I gotta think about that yeah. when I'm staring at this And cover. I'm the one that crosses the line. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... When you're when you're put on the spot to draw a vagina, like you're probably going to the one you're most familiar with, right? Oh shit! <laughs> put you this way, wifey, Mrs. Brownie. If that vagina scan doesn't look like your vagina, you need to be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the scan. Unless it's Lisa Ann's vagina, because we've all seen that enough times. Right? That is true. Yeah, that is yeah. on our minds, but it's so disturbing. A little bit. Ah, right, what else do we have? How about socializing? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing we're not going to talk about the books we read this week. Probably, no, well, maybe maybe in your travels. In travels, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the after, so Thursday, well, Thursday night was, was very low key. Thursday night we won't get into because that was, that was club night. That was phenomenal. And I think we'll find out next year if we get to go back to the club, whether or not, uh, Jason's friends. It's true. I looked down on us. After, after multiple years of staying at my place, I finally let them into my, my club. We didn't go to Jigs McKillicuddy this year. We went. Yeah, we didn't to... go to Jigs McAllister's. Went to my club. Uh, Vince was kind enough to put a sweatshirt over his Satan T-shirt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I walk into a club with a Satan T-shirt. My club props. They gave us the King's treatment. They were the really, oh, norm awesome thing. Place. I see you, Jason. Blah blah blah. blah. Food was phenomenal. We had the cute waitress. Oh, Food was phenomenal. 
I mean, a lot of my that. local peeps, my other, the other side of my life, a lot of my other bros from here rolled up in to have some drinks and watch the football. They were and relative. kudos, you know what, you know, props to you for, I mean, you, you, you can really, you can work a room because you didn't, you didn't leave us hanging. You didn't, you didn't give them the cold shoulder. You, you basically, you know, like you handled your business on that end of it, whether it was the fantasy football stuff or just club and community stuff, but we didn't feel, oh shit, where'd he go? That's, I, thank you. I somebody trying, who can actually, you know, to strike a balance there. Yes, you definitely did. I appreciate that. But it was good, right? It was fun. I mean, I'm, oh, I don't know why. Fantastic. In all seriousness, I don't know why it's the first time I thought of going. You know what it is? No, you know why it is though? No, here's why. Because normally we're not home like early enough to. Have That's dinner. true. That's true. Yeah. You're right. But we that damn pe- pecan pie was oh, legit. Vince and I shared a pecan pie, and it was you like did. Oh, it was all nuts. pecan. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It was these nuts. It was. We all shared each other's nuts. My my pee smelled good after that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so we we did the inn on Thursday. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, sugar we, cookies we, on Friday. We didn't really, well, Thursday night we didn't do, I mean, we got back, y'all went to bed because you're old men. And then Roland and I called. Oh, yeah, you and Roland were, yeah, you were, you were all over chatting about the good you old days. You know, me, Roland's a young cat. He's got shit going on. You know, like. It's true. My man's got business. You know, got the Australian economy he's dealing with. You know, he's got stuff. Yeah. So we caught up. But, uh, Friday we did the, uh, the much anticipated hookup with the No Apologies crew. Finally. Yep. And we went to a little Italian joint whose name escapes me right now. If you guys remember, that'd be great. Uh, John's. John's on 12th. Nice. So we were told ahead of time it was cash so only. Right? Cash only. Yeah, because this ain't a front. Ain't in front. We, Stop. we get there. And Why you got to assume that song? We are, we, are, we are smashed into a tiny ass set of seats. Yeah. But I had a great view. I had an awesome view. But like putting yeah. it in perspective, like the three of us were like the smallest guys there. That is yeah. true. Maybe Sean Pryor is smaller than ours, but, but like we were, although we were toward the smaller end of the, of the, of the posse. I had the best seat in the house, I think. Why? Oh, cause you were between me and Raph. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Dap on my, dap on my left, Raph on my but right. It was a lot of cool things. It was the first time that I ever socialized with Gil. I've seen Gil before, but I never socialized with him for all of us. It was the first time Thank any you. of us had met Raph. Yep. Who's a sweetheart, by the way. Yeah. Like, he's crazy. Yeah. We, uh, uh, it's the first time we hung out with Sean since Baltimore last year, Dap, right? A year and a half ago? Yeah, cause bef- after, th- before that we saw him at C2E2, but yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, now, now that I think about it, next to crazy ass Whitehead, <laughs> Raph, Raph has called our, uh, hotline the most. Right. That's what you say, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Daryl was there, Kaziki was there, um, uh, uh uh, Ma'at was there. Um, who's Ernie, the guy that works? Uh, Ernie, who, Ernie who owns Cones, the, the comic store. He's the main owner of the comic store that Chris works with. Um, Chris, um, I can't think of his last name. Uh, he's with the S, uh, that does another show with Daryl was there. Um, then you had two other dudes that were with Sean, whose names escape me right now. The two. Oh, right, right, right. Two guys yeah. In the corner. We should have wrote this down. Yeah. Would have, would have been either way, fresh. we get there, we were a little nervous because the menu was kind of like generic a little bit. No, I was great. No, no, no. I'm saying like, it was, yeah, it was like, this pizza parlor Italian like fare. Pizza, was, like, yeah. like spaghetti bolognese. Like it was a little ziti. I was a little worried. It's like a little bit of tourist trap. And then it took forever to like to order like a long time. It did. But the cool thing was, and this is why I give them all the props in the world. Um, the waiter that was our main waiter ended up being a huge geek 
ended up at Comic Con on Saturday dressed as uh, the Joker. Comic tattoos. Yeah. Awesome. Dude comes to the dude comes to the table to take our order, and he's got about a two foot mohawk. Yep. Yeah. 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 It was it was great. But and then um, but they gave us. I mean, so thirteen guys. Eight. Because I think the, the, there was a family eating. Well, to my left, but right. uh, to Jason's right. But the, I think the family was taking their sweet ass time. They they ordered dessert. I think I think the restaurant expected them to be gone. Right. It's time for our tables to all merge together. And they're playing Jenga with the damn dessert. The they, one they person would they take all, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's like come on. Because you, right. you had well, two people from our party sitting across from us. weren't even yeah. part of our party. So it was just so they. The restaurant felt uh, they wanted to make it right, but but yeah. So so over the course of like a three hour meal, we had what five rounds of drinks. Yeah, yeah. At least. We had dessert, had our meals, and I assumed, like based on the price of the menu, like it would be sixty, eighty bucks a guy, including tip. And it was like what, like thirty five bucks a guy or something. Less, like that? Yeah, less 30. like thirty bucks. It was thirty. Yeah. I mean, and that was all them. That was all them giving us a lot of drinks and yeah. dessert for free. So, man, I mean, they, they that was incredible. Yeah. Um, and we it was a super it was fun. We had a super geeky time. Like we went around the we went around the table with lots of like comic related questions, like favorite favorite eighties <laughs> cartoon, favorite mutant, favorite you know, just went around like that. Just just all of us answered the question. It was great. Yeah. They, I think, out of all the people in the podcasting world uh, with which we've hung, the No Apologies guys are the uh, the closest to uh, to what we are. That's why I love the show. That's why I always tell you guys, yeah. like they're they're like I say they're like our crazy drunk uncle. Yeah. yeah, they got lots of knowledge about lots of different eras and genres. They they know their <laughs> shit, but they're they're close enough boys. They give each other shit. They they fool around. They're like the, I mean, we're, if we're R, they're like the X rated version of like we're R rated. They're X rated. Yeah, yeah, and Kaziki, God, I love oh, him so much. You do. He's, but I, I think I almost um, sent Sean to the the emergency room when I was talking about your wife. Yeah, well, and Gil, well, Gil, Gil, say, Gil so, could not believe. So we were at the restaurant for a long time, and we had a, I mean, we had an absolute blast there. But then Gil, our brother from another mother, had a hookup oh, where sure. he had this uh, this penthouse like town like like loft from his brother in law and sister in law. And, uh, they were kind enough to, because they're not in town, to lend it to him and us for the, for the night. So it was like a multi-million dollar loft. It was gorgeous. I mean, it was impeccable. And we get there, we put the tunes on, we're hanging out, just chatting around a big table. I had the sugar cookies, had a photo documentarian in Renee. Um, but it was great. I mean, we laughed, I mean, we laughed our asses off. I mean, we, I, I, I haven't laughed that hard in years. I mean, I was guffawing. No, I mean, seriously, that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was fun. Vince was talking mad shit about my wife, which oh, if there's ever evidence that I love you, I mean, like ninety nine point nine percent of men say that about my wife, and I'm 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 jumping over the table and strangling them. <laughs> Dude, mess her up next time I come. What can I say? She's beautiful. She did. It's... She did keep herself dolled up for you guys. Mm-hmm. She didn't do the morning look or anything, but no. but uh, but it was it was a blast, man. I mean, I I that was just super fun night. Because we were invited to do that last year, and we were old men. We went yeah. home. So yeah. I'm glad we, Arm, reversed, we reversed the nights because we, we, we were did. That was until like, you know, 1, 1.30, 2 in the morning. We didn't, you're right. We didn't get back to Jersey till about 3. And and um, take off for Roland hanging by by window. But the uh, we, we, we made it home, and then we made it to Jersey. And Saturday. We, we didn't get any pancakes. No. 
much to my dismay. Yeah, we didn't get anything. We just, we, well, motherfucker, you guys are all about the Papa John's for some fucking reason, but. Shit, I do that. We talked about it. But I, I had serious case of, I, I needed food. Yes, you did. So, yes. um, Saturday morning, we were kind of lagging a little bit. We didn't really, we didn't get to the con at opening time. Uh, but we, we did everything I think we needed to do Saturday. Saturday night, um, we, we kind of chilled for a bit because we stayed in the city. Uh, we went out, met, um, met the UK dudes for drinks and, uh, and Jason got his shepherd's pie on. And then, uh, and then we, that's the night we stayed in the city and we ended up kind of, it wasn't an early, early night, but that was the kind of night where we just, we ended up, which did work out because we were able to hit the con Sunday morning when it opened right. and, and bright and early. So, I mean, it did work out in that regard. And Sunday, of course, was an early day for us and we were kind of in and out and then, um, and then headed back and, and Saturday night was the hell to the nah, nah, nah. It was. When you, you made me watch that damn video. I <laughs> you were asking for it. <laughs> when the highlight of a video is a man dropping a book. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh boy. David's like, oh, you gotta see this. I said, watch, watch, watch. And he, he sat there and, dude, you were staring at me and you were gauging my reaction. And I was just like, what, what is this? What the hell am I watching? And then he drops the book and I lost it. And David just went ape shit. <laughs> His, there were a few things. I, there was just, there was a whole lot of ape shit going on. It was, and, and actually, was that Jason, was Jason watching Doctors? an entire episode that of was, Doctor Who and it just like, Seriously, and dude. what was what was also awesome is that is that when the Jason Paul didn't win me over. Well, <laughs> see, but, but but Jason's all like, so why doesn't he just fix this? Why doesn't and and actually when I when I came home Sunday night and and I was watching the episode, um, because the doctor can't fuck with his own timeline. He actually mentions why he it, it's all about fixed time and is that and I was like, oh, if only we were sober and aware of what was going on then probably we would have but it uh no i i i got to watch the episode we, when i got home and it was right. all well good but it was it was i, I will say one thing before you move yeah. on visually they should have doubled jenna coleman's salary because she is by far the only thing to look at even like the design of that episode the story was okay visually though it was like oh and the, but when she's on screen, oh, man, yeah. she lights it right I up. I know. I know. It's yeah. I'm be heartbroken at the end of the season. But the uh it was and you know, so Sunday was kind of our our short day. Um We we it was our that because Sunday is when although yay for Vince not taking public transportation in. To the city, yeah, start never the again. con. Um, we were able to extend it a little bit. There were no, there were no hugs and goodbyes and and tugs on when we all got to the port authority. We all ended up going back to Jersey and finally got uh, our dry pancakes. But the the um, they were good. The, all right. The uh, dude, you used twelve syrup. Well, I had, it, it shouldn't have been dry. I had to. The uh, so we yeah. Wow, so dude. I'm just. The, the diner we went to last year, <laughs> I thought was better. That is fucked. No, nah, I thought it was. You're crazy. I, I, well, I'll, I'll balance it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Okay then. No, I'm not saying I'm you're wrong. No, I'm just no, offering no, a little bit Roman of balance. Roman had his milkshake, so I'm sure everybody was happy. It's like Doctor Strange and the Magic. You need the balance. You need the balance. 
Yeah, yeah. don't go drown your rabbits. So the, 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 um, it, Sunday, like I said, Sunday at the con was a short day. We, um, Vince and I followed each other out of Jersey, but it was a, uh, I, you know, again, you know, props to read. I, it's next year will be our first time back at C2E2, but I, I really can't think of a bad experience at, at New York Comic Con. I mean, it's no. just been, it's from one year to the next. It's been great this year, just with the, um, the attendance seemed to be out of this world. I mean, we were, we were yeah, sh- shoulder trying to get through the, 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 the throngs from one, one year. This year I thought was absolutely kudos for, for somebody finally realizing that, that, that there's an outdoor exit. So people leaving Artist Alley can actually, and yep. it was, it, and the weather was fantastic. The, the weather worked to everybody's benefit, but. Yep. You could actually leave Artist Alley without trying to all cramp through that corridor. And we did a nice Best. job of, uh, of, of like escaping for an hour or two each day to have some nice meal out and just kind of relax. Oh yeah. yeah. Here, no. what was it? Um, that, that one, the, the Saturday he, where we had went over to Houndstooth, Houndstooth. No, no, no. The, the big sandwich. That was a Friday. That was Friday. Oh, that was Friday. That was- <laughs> Chicken Parmesan. Where was that? Don't, say, don't, don't say the name of the place because everybody will be there next year. Yeah, it was fantastic and 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 relatively inexpensive for the amount Seriously. of food. Seriously, yeah, oh, it was a bargain. But um, the, just to cap off um, the dealer's room, David and we all made a couple rounds in the dealer's room, um, and just to prove that you know I'm not shitting on McFarland, I am a diehard McFarland fan. Well, uh, I left with yeah, you did. Four more additions to my McFarlane toy collection. I got the uh, McFarlane's Monster Series 2. I got the Creature, the Phantom, and the Frankenstein playset. I got Spawn um, uh, Top Gun figure, which is amazing. What else? Uh, the Vinyl Pop. The uh, Funko uh, Master from The Strain. Yeah. Oh, just if you wanted, if you're a, a Funko collector, oh please, the New York Comic Con was the place. Oh seriously, because I, I uh, they for whatever reason they came out with a holiday, almost like a poinsettia version of Dancing Baby Groot that they came out with late last year. Uh, this is in a um, a red pot with a green bow. So I I brought that home for Renee. So now we can put that out for Christmas. The um, but yeah, I mean, they had, I, there, there were so many pops that I was so tempted to leave that, that I had to, I had to just rein it in a bit. And, and Jason loved pointing out the Jim Lee version X-Men Cyclops that, that everybody seems to have had. Um, cause God forbid anybody knows anything about any other version of Cyclops, but the, uh, I, I, I think this is, yeah, aside from Renee's Groot, I didn't leave with any pops for myself. I did come home with a couple of Legos, um, and a uh, and some paper. Also, thanks yeah. to Vince, who yeah. uh, who gifted me the second volume of the Green Lantern Omnibus. You couldn't walk away from that. I tried to, especially when it was mismarked. They it had was. a stack <laughs> of them, and uh, mo- the majority of them were a certain amount of money. And the one that I found was like six or seven dollars less. I'm like, all right, why not? Get my brother this because I know he loves it. Uh-huh. And I, Jason needed a wheelbarrow for all the Lego he he took. That is true. Yeah. I gotta say they were giddy. Yeah. The, oh good. Oh yeah. They were very giddy. They were they were very excited about it all. Yeah. 
Awesome. And I'm, awesome. I'm hoping yeah. that uh, all the toys Vince left with are not one of the ones he's getting for Christmas this year. Yeah. What are you talking no, about? I don't think they are. And yeah. one of the things I'll say about Artist Alley. Wait, wait, back this train nope, up. Nope, 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 nope. One of the things about Artist Alley I will say is that, uh, you know, a lot of like, not a lot, but like a good chunk of our, like the regular, like our good people weren't there. Like Norton wasn't there and Stegman and Scotty. Scotty, yeah. But it was still a great Artist Alley. I mean. Well, we saw Stegman. No, we didn't. Oh, are you, what the hell am I remembering? Close your eyes and. We seriously didn't see Stegman. Close your eyes. No, he wasn't there. Saw Mitch Jarrods. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Sean Chris. Yeah, I mean, everybody from the, from, from, from Essential and, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, we, we walked by Tex. I mean, there were dudes that were there, but yeah. Tex no, the high tight. Yeah, for reals. Um, there were definitely some. Oh, Eduardo Risso. Yes. Um, said hi and bye to Declan on our way out. Well, you, you, you talked to him earlier, but, um, yeah, I mean, we, we definitely, I, don't think there's really anybody we may, even if even if Jason didn't get art from them I, I'm pretty sure we still said hello to uh to people that uh that we generally do see at the cons yeah. we um you did say Aaron Cooter right yep well, yeah. did not yeah. get to uh did not get to say hello to Jason Latour though I didn't even see him at his table no. all this no, week Jason so Aaron. Yeah, neither nah yeah you're right he was he was not there it's true saw saw Robbie Rodriguez for a second just walking by yeah. but yeah I mean Latour was either always at a panel it seemed so yeah well the, the dude's in demand that's true we got uh we, we got Yannick Cat we got uh Walton Wheezy Simonson oh yeah, yeah we did, we got, of course <laughs> yeah Tim Tom Fowler for a hot minute Tom Fowler, literally, Terry Moore. literally a hot minute. We didn't really talk um, to Terry Moore though. I said a quick hi to him, but that was it. Yeah. Uh, Sean Murphy canceled. He's supposed to be there, but he canceled. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Um, huh. Sajad Shah. And this is the first con in a while I haven't gotten a commission from him, but said hi to him. Ryan but Brownie, of course. But his table mate, um, Adelso Corona. Right. Corona. Yep. Got, got a quick hello from, to Rob. We didn't have dinner with him though. No. I filled. Didn't happen. <laughs> you you made me laugh. Rob had a, a tremendous line wrapped around his booth all the way going back, and he signed stuff and talking to some man that was had next the to him. whole Jason, family there. Yeah, and Jason walks up, bucks the line, goes right in. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Hey, Jason, what's up? That it's is like, not what happened. Yeah, that is <laughs> what, not what, what happened though. It isn't what happened, but if it's, you're going to tell the story, no, it's all good. It's I all was good. standing ten feet away. He was. saw me and called me over and shook my hand. Oh, uh, well, okay, but. <laughs> That's All right, so the initi- though. I didn't. Bo- I didn't the initiative anybody. is wrong. He initiated yeah. it, but still, the, the yeah, fact that it sounds a lot cooler that Rob Liefeld initiated it than me. Going oh, yeah, time. for right. But but the the fact that you and Rob are on such a level sure. that that he would call you out or even vice versa and have him respond that boggles my mind. Hey, it's a good life that, we live. It is. It, it really is. And he was ge- he wasn't like putting on a front. Yeah. He was generally happy to see he you. Doesn't suffer fools. Oh. Nah. You neither need the deal. Uh, Michael Walsh. Michael yes. Walsh. At Kim. Which is just a quick hello. We didn't really chat with Matt this time. No, I was a little upset over I'm a little, that. No, I'm a, he's a little bit in my doghouse, though. Because <laughs> Dap and I chatted with him hours, right? Dap, well, yeah. we, we, we talked to him for hours in New York, yeah. Scott, and his wife. And we said, you know, we'd love to have you on the show. And you always say you want to. And he's like, absolutely. But, you know, I'm never, I'm pretty helter-skelter. Like, is there a way you could go through Aub, who's the PR guy for Dark Horse, and set it up? Got back from Heroes, emailed Aub. To Aub's credit, that day, he does the whole email to Matt, email to me. Hey, Matt, this is Jason, Jason, Matt. 
blah, blah, blah. You know, you agreed to do a show, and Matt never wrote me back. So it's kind of like, what the fuck? Maybe the guy just doesn't like, I mean, has he done many podcasts? No, but if he doesn't want to do a podcast, just say he doesn't want to do a podcast. Well, he may be a little bit like myself who doesn't like to, mm-hmm. you know, tell people anything they don't want to hear. Fair enough. Kari Randolph, we saw. Yes. Talked a little bit of ish very shortly. We didn't hang out with him too long, though. Uh, of course, Fred Van Lanty. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ed McGinnis and Dexter. And, uh, yeah. Mike Andro- Andropoulos, their art dealer. Uh, quick shout out to Dennis Hopeless. Didn't get to talk to him much either. Looked good, though. He's getting fit. Fit and trim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey Smith, who's always great, listens to our show. Great. Always love to see Corey. Um, quick hello to Andrew McLean and his gorgeous wife. Uh, head lopper fame. Yep. Uh, Cooter, you mentioned Wes Craig. Got to chat up with Wes where I signed my, uh, Deadly yeah. Class pages. Yep, yep, yep. Happy, uh, happy, was a little happy birthday shout out to Vanessa Del Rey. Didn't get any art from her though, unfortunately. Um, who else? You know who we didn't talk to? Sarah Richard. You're right. We didn't talk yeah. to her. We didn't talk to her. But I, I did notice the uh, the lack of blonde hair from her. Yes. Looks good, ah, she, Looks she, good. she changes it all the time. Oh, we had a nice conversation with Sanford Green. Hell yeah. Yes, we did. Power Man Iron Fist, who, who actually, to his credit, Dap and I met with him and hung out with him at Heroes for a while. And uh, since Heroes, he's been listening to the show, which is pretty cool. So what's up, Sanford, as you listen to this? And uh, we agreed to have him on the show soon. Yes. So that'll be fun. Um Olivier Coapel, as you mentioned, Dap. Um, a guy I'm I'm actually upset with myself for I didn't go and talk to him was uh, was was Mike Del Mundo because we've been singing his praises a lot this last year. Oh, yeah. what about uh, Valentine? Valentine Delandro, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Super but cool dude. D- we thought Del Mundo would be rocking the uh, the Cintiq. But he was working traditionally. Well, it's it's just that he was when when you saw him from a distance, he was working on a Cintiq box. Yes, at, using it as an artboard. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, man, dude's using a Cintiq. Uh, but actually, when you got actually got up close to him, he was doing he was traditional paper. Right. I was like, oh man, if I knew that, I would have. Yep. Uh, I may have gotten something from Matthew him. Clark. Yep. Cool dude. Oh uh, yes, course, very cool. Teo Scalera, one of my one of my go to guys. Yep. Um, Kevin Wada, who just got married. Congratulations. Um, Wando, I don't think was there, right? Cause he was, I didn't to, see him. We didn't see no, him. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Chung, as you mentioned, we just kind of chatted with him and looked at his art, but Jerome Opinion, who's, four, who's the youngest looking 40 year old I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude looks like he's 25. Yeah. Um, Eddie Barrows. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Clayton Henry. Uh, let's see who else. Um, didn't you know we didn't talk to Andy Belanger? No, we didn't not this year. Huh. He always seemed to be talking to somebody though. Yeah, it's true. Andrew Robinson, who who that that prelim is awesome. It's actually like I can't believe that he calls that a prelim. It's that is it's crazy. That was the one thing that stopped when, whenever you would show your pieces to artists. That was the one piece that made them. You stop know, it's funny you say that because I feel like there's certain artists that like capture. Other artists' attention in a way that belies other things, like um, like Sinkevich, right? It seems like every artist loves Sinkevich, right? Yeah. Like I feel like that about Andrew Robinson, like, and I love. I mean, I have multiple pieces from Andrew now at this point, so I love his work. But he hasn't done a ton of comics, right? Like he did the Fifth Beetle, but like, how much like comics has he done? 
Uh, all I know is that piece you have is spectacular. What, whatever you, whatever name you want to call it, prelim, yeah. a rough, it, it is, it's neither. No, right. it is, it is a beautiful, full on visual spectacle. It's, it's a city scene. Mm-hmm. It's intensely. It's the cover to, de- uh, for those wondering, it's the cover to Hail Hydra number three. Number three. Yeah. yeah. Intensely detailed. It could have been, I mean, he, I don't know why he just didn't use that as the cover. Well, it's I was, amazing. Because Dap had the cover in Comicsology. I was looking. I mean, it, it is pretty much the cover. I don't. I don't see any difference. Right. Like I assume it's inked. That's the only difference. I mean, that's crazy. But anyway, uh, so, so Andrew uh, Alexandra Vidi, uh, Valerio yep. Skidi, Ben Caldwell, Ben Caldwell, uh, Gabriel and Karina. Of course, yes. Gabriel and Karina. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, you mentioned Tom Rainey, right? Yes. Uh, Sue Lee, one of the newbies. Yeah, I was going to um, ask if you were going to give a rundown of everybody, either who did your jams or somebody, some of the new folks. But yeah, okay. Suli is somebody who uh, I'm going to keep an eye out for in Absolutely. the future. I believe she's going to be a C2E2. She, and she is, she's just extremely friendly. Beautiful. Well, yeah, but she is, well, yeah. it, it's just, it, well. she, it's, I know she's, uh, nice. she's inviting. It's, it's, uh, you, you don't mind. You want to approach the table and, and yeah, yeah, I won't answer yeah, that part. It's it's uh, no, I I would definitely um, very very attractive yes. woman and very very good at what she yes does. for sure. Sean Crystal, and Sean Crystal, oh, yeah. right? Um, uh, you mentioned Riley. Um, you mentioned Annie Wu, right? Uh, no, not yet. But Annie Wu, she who's had a crazy big line, so much so she that did, never, yeah, yeah. Um, Mike Ruth, you mentioned, uh, Mike McCone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, Jim Calfior. Calfior, yeah. Uh, Mike Lilly. Yep. Uh, it's probably the most attractive lass of the, of the, of the weekend. Maria Laura Sinopo. I think I'd have to agree with that. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, beautiful woman. Um, um, the artist. Leila Del Duca. That's what I was waiting for, yep. Gerardo Sandoval. Genevieve FT, who did that cute little domino. Um, Kennedy. Yeah. Eric Kennedy again. Uh, Edgar Salazar. Uh, Pan- Consummate Pro, Dan Panosian had to cancel, but Panosian did all of his commissions ahead of time and mailed them to, uh, Jason, which is awesome. That Wolverine is phenomenal. Yeah. And then, how cool dude is this? After the Facebook post where I posted his art, he, Facebook messaged me and said, Hey buddy, I have a high res scan of it if you want it. And he sent it to me. Super cool. That's dude. awesome. Um, Ariel Yovayenos, who is one of the newbies that did, uh, Miss America on my, you know, yeah. Avengers jam. Um, uh, and then Aaron Lepresti. That's all I got for artists. Uh, Jeff Darrow, we stopped by. That's Sarai. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, man, that gigantic King Ghidra that he did. Oh my God. True. Uh, that is, I think that's, uh, that's pretty much it. As far as everybody we said to say hi to. On Saturday, when we were walking past Darrow, I guess in the lulls, he would take a Sharpie and draw on the paper covering that they had on his table. Yeah. And I, I, I had it in my mind. I said, I'm going to circle back around at the end of the show and see if he just gets up and walk away because I was going to take that damn thing. But I didn't think about it. Yeah. Because knowing, knowing him, he would have just left it there. Yeah. Oh, Rob, I mean, uh, Robert Atkins said hi to him. True, true. 
Yep. A good time was had by all. Let's just say that. Very true. That's our show, NYC. Uh, yep. Well, and then you didn't, I mean, we stayed over in the city on Saturday night. We did. And, uh, we, we, for, considering we stayed over, we kind of kept it easy. Cause we were burnt we out from the night before. But I think I, that worked out because this way we were able to, um, for as late as we were Saturday, we were definitely on time for Sunday. Yeah. And we, you so, know, Saturday night, we, uh, as much as we love the No Apologies crew, we have to cast a little shade their way because they went to dinner at Virgil's, which is in Times Square. Yes. And then we, we had eaten dinner already. Right. We, had, we had a really late lunch at, right um, the Lansdowne. So we were like, ah, we don't really want dinner. So we didn't, we didn't go to Virgil's with them, but we went right to an Irish pub, literally right next door to Virgil's such that we could hang out when they're done dinner. And like they came and went and they're like, Oh, we're tired. We're going home. We're like, you can't stop in three feet from where you're at to have a drink. It's all right. But to your point, we ended up hanging out with our, our British crew and Brian Vander and all those dudes. So it was fun either way, but uh, we were in bed probably like midnight, right? Yeah. 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 And then Sunday we kind of kept it tight. We did a whole walkthrough. It worked out because we got in early. We got about what? 20 minutes early. Before the main floor opened, so we got to walk about two thirds yeah, of the. We, yeah, we were upstairs at the, uh, the dealer's area and. Uh, yeah, we did about two thirds of the dealer's area before the crowds. Yeah. And then it got swamped, but then, you know, we had done enough of it that we went through the next third reasonably enough. We got the Legos, we got other tchotchkes and souvenirs for, for all of our various and sundry loved ones and then, uh, said a few goodbyes and then pounced. Had the best pancakes ever. <laughs> Preach. Vince had his best pancakes ever. They were damn good. Uh, hey man, if they're the best you ever had, hey man, I, I had a burger for you. Off the hook, so gigantic bacon, onion bacon range. and avocado. Whew, it was good. Yeah, and that was the weekend. Didn't, you didn't finish it all, though, no, did you? I didn't. What's up with that? Rose figure, dude. I only live once. Yolo. 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 No regrets. Yep. So that means we're hanging out in January then. What's January? Three, three months from now, bro. Yes, we are. Nice. January's doable. Sweet. I love the city in the winter. Love Me too. It. It's my favorite town in the city. Yep. Yeah. All right. Hey, as usual, this mess has been sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com, where you can get your comics, get them cheap, get them delivered right to your door no. for a mere fraction of what you would pay elsewhere. Such as Burnt Comics Number 1 from Creature. Cover price three ninety nine, your price two dollars and nineteen cents. The Grayson trade paperback from our buddies Tim Seeley and Tom King, fourteen ninety nine, not you, seven dollars and forty nine cents. And the great Mark Lamming and Company on Planet Hulk War Zones will cost you eight dollars and ninety nine cents. Please, if you'd like to save money, go to Discount Comic Book Service. Don't go anywhere else. DCBService.com. In your travels. I read a bunch of things. Um, after the con, New Avengers one, Amazing Spider-Man number one, but the book, um, I will almost wholeheartedly recommend to you guys listening is, uh, Doctor Strange number one by Jason Aaron, pencils and color art by Chris Bacello, inks by Townsend Alvey and Mark Irwin. Um, I have one, a teeny tiny thing I didn't like about the and book. And you were 100% right about that. 
Yeah, for the most part. Um, I, well, I'll be honest. There, there. In the in the opening scene, Doctor Strange is trying to relieve this boy of um, possession. He he's being uh, plagued by soul eaters, and when he gets into the uh, the planes, th- for some reason, um, there's a giant teddy bear involved, and Bacello, who we can blame because he provided the color art, used a damn fur texture in photoshop on it and it looks horrendous it, it i don't even like to use the word horrendous and bacello in the same sentence but it was a serious misstep when you look at the rest of the issue it is some of the most gorgeous drawing i've seen in a long time beautiful inked but i love this book so much that i pulled the double page spread of dr strange walking among the citizens um noticing all of the the uh uh, yes, but it, it's 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 um, otherworldly bacteria that no one can see preying upon the populace. Everyone has a, a malady of some kind that's either siphoning energy off them or just plaguing them of some kind. Um, and it's gorgeous. It's it's part black and white, part color. It is amazing. And then you look at that faux fur thing texture that he applied to the bear, and it's like, yep. Chris, come on, man, you're too damn good. You're too good to do that. But anyway. The, I thought the issue was fantastic. It is an amazing start to um, this series. Uh, basically, uh, Aaron just throws a lot of cool concepts your way. And Doctor Strange is struggling with... Um, uh, he's noticing that, that there are a lot of soul leaders and other kind of uh, things infesting the populace. And as a Sorcerer Supreme, he's got to deal with them. He, ta- he t- makes a stop at this bar for magicians... Or magic users, which I thought was a neat touch. Scarlet Witch is in there, Shaman, Doctor Voodoo, um, and then he gets a knock on his door. Uh, no, he gets a woman who visits his uh, sanctum sanctorum, or or at least walks by, and she is plagued with this disgusting thing on her forehead. But it's cool. He 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 uh, introduces this idea that m- there must be a balance in all of magic, and Strange has not been living up to that part of what he maybe he didn't know that was part of the deal but he's told by um monaco the prince of magic that whenever you know you save someone's life you gotta sate the the other side of the I'm scale surprised gotta, it took that long to actually come to be realized in a comp because i've always thought that it's you no, know magic is all about that right and, yeah. and even you know you you think uh, it, it's not the first time I've heard, oh, you know, this so-and-so passed away, but oh, this person gave birth. And it's like, you know, there's usually that, that give and take in, in the universe period, but uh, to, to see it actually in, in a comic printed story wise and, and you know, oh, not that damn rabbit story again. It's, it's, uh, I, I like it. It's, I, I never would have thought of really, well, even before Weird World, but I never would have thought, oh, Jason Aaron, you know, that's why I want to write my, my Doctor Strange comic, but it, it absolutely works. I love the ideas he's got, and, uh, I, I want this book to last for a while. Yeah, I want Bacello to stay on the book Let's a while. Not get that. Mine is more real, I think, than yeah. yours is, but, uh, you're hoping. Who, who's gonna bail first, Bacello or Eric Larson? <laughs> we'll see but no it was absolutely gorgeous book and um yeah well with your attention absolutely agreed no doubt uh and and dude 
I mean, fucking Kevin Nolan in the back of it. So you can't, yeah. you know, stop. Um, the, uh, yeah, no, that is, that is an awesome in your travels and, and, and like Vince, there aren't a lot of, I, I did not read a lot on like Vince, but it's, uh, I did read Doctor Strange. I did read Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, we'll probably get into it more later. Uh, maybe, but, uh, one thing that I, oh, you, you don't want to talk about that. Uh, there, no, not right now. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll get into it later. Um, right. more good than bad, but yeah. Uh, but one thing that I, in your travel, something that I, a title that, uh, well, it's a number one, so it's not a title that I would have mentioned in the past, but it's a character that I don't really mention too often. Uh, Moon Knight. No, uh, it's, it's first issue. I am pleasantly surprised. I am looking forward to the next issue. Uh, this is Invincible Iron Man written by Brian. Yes, dude, you just stole my inner travels. I thought you had another one. Fuck. All right. That's all good. I got, I got more. Um, art by David Marquez, colors by Justin Ponser, who we did not get to, uh, say hello to this weekend or, um, we did see him. Though. We did see him. I mean, he, was, we he was busy, and and, yeah. and I think Jason will eventually get some jam pieces colored by him. But so. uh, this was, um, you know, I I read the first couple issues of the previous book, which was illustrated by uh, Ilderay, which looked amazing. But it was also post. Um, what the fuck was it? Axis or um, yeah? So I it it really wasn't a, a Tony Stark that uh, I was kind of grooving with, but. Uh, it, I'm not, I'm not opposed to, um, to a Bendis written Iron Man since Bendis wrote, uh, Avengers for so long, but this, this is kind of fitting. I mean, all, all the character, I, well, Tony's inner monologue and then his conversations with, with his date, it's, it feels right. It, it's, it's kind of on the real side of things. I, I really have, um, I'm not talking about the armor, but I think as far as the character, the artist fantastic Marquez is, is, uh, nailing every face, every, uh, every pose. Buildings are gorgeous. I don't know how long it took Marquez to, to, to draw this issue. Um, it looks like it, it, it the soul was poured into it. It's whether we cut to Latveria or go back to, to, to Stark Tower, it just, it all looks amazing. Nothing really looks like it's um, haphazard or, or, or phoned in. But the uh, there are some things, and there were a couple of first issues, whether it's Avenger Zero or uh, Amazing Spider-Man, or there are just some things where even though Secret Wars hasn't finished and, and some of the times are still going on, you're not sure what the status quo for Marvel is. Um, you get to the last page of Invincible Iron Man, and you remind me think about how Secret Wars ends, but I don't really know how much this particular book is going to tie in to um, to Secret Wars. So I'm basically just looking at Invincible Iron Man as as a a starting point for this character, this this setting. Um, I don't want to spoil who shows up at the end of the issue, but overall, I was very pleased. With the issue, I, I really have no no complaints about 
anything, whether it's the the story, the characters, the the, the way they're all um, the way they're all portrayed. Uh, I want to see where it's going. I, I this is one of those books where I want to read the next issue now. And uh, and kudos to Bendis, whether I, he whether you thought he overstayed his welcome on Avengers, and I enjoyed his X Men. Uh, which I still have to, I still have to finish all new X-Men, but there, there are some things that, uh, there, there are a lot of parts of the X-Men books that, that I really enjoyed. And, and, and I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but this, whether it's, it's the newness of it, the, the breath of fresh air or whatever, just a different take on, on a solo character where aside from Ultimate Spider-Man, I don't know. It's been so long since he's written Daredevil. I, I, don't remember the last time he just wrote one solo character. Uh, but it's not a street level character. It's very high tech. It's, uh, it's Tony Stark. And, and this is, this is very much a, a, a Tony Stark book. And I think, I think Bendis really has a, uh, has, has a hold on it. And, and I'm, uh, I'm digging it. I I definitely think you should give uh, the supplier man a shot. If you, either aren't feeling Iron Man or just felt like past versions uh, weren't your liking, I think you might, uh, you might group to this a little bit. So that is, uh, is what I'm recommending this week. I don't, I, I enjoyed it, but I don't think as much as you two. Not surprised. Yeah. A little too clean for me. I oh, figured. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. No but I'm, I'm elated that you liked it. Cause I, I, uh, I read it and I thought, Man, I'm really enjoying this. Like, yeah. and I've been a long time since I've enjoyed a, uh, an Iron Man comic. Yep. And then I'm like, huh. And I thought that was going to be my contrarian. I thought I was going to pimp it and you guys are going to be like, bro. So, uh, I'm glad it was, it was two versus one the other way. Yes. Yay. Um, that was my in your travels. So Sorry. there's a book that I absolutely adored this week, but I really don't want to make it in my travels because I'd love to talk about it next week. Um, oh. so maybe I could assign it as a homework assignment for you guys. Do it. Uh, Paper Girls, number one, mm-hmm. by, uh, Monsieur's Brian K. Vaughn, might have heard of him, and, uh, and a certain, uh, artist named Cliff Chang. The, oh, that's that image thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a new creator owned book and image, and it was phenomenal. It was so freaking good. Um, and really tailor made to our generation. It takes place in 1988. So, uh, cool. Yeah, very, very cool. But I don't want to get into it too much because I'd love for you guys to read it and talk about it next week because it was, it was, if there's one thing this week that I read that I want to talk about, it's that. Okay. Um, so in your travels, let me throw out, um, uh, let me throw out, uh, Secret Wars number six, which I'm throwing it out there because I'm not sure where we're going. It took forever for this issue to come out. And then we got rushed Rushed Ribic and kind of, <laughs> kind of non sequitur Hickman. Like, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, but the thing, yeah, the thing, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I mean, the great wall of thing and all, but I mean, I don't know, man. I was like, suspect. It was suspect. And now I thought, we have nine issues. Did y'all think it was suspect? 
I thought it was a wordy bitch. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, yeah. story wise, I don't think how, I mean, Rubik was mad rushed. I haven't I, past some of the figures from the past couple issues, especially Susie. I just I haven't been feeling some of the figure work. Yeah. Um, but I can definitely i I can see I can see it being rushed for a bit. I can see why. Well, you'd say that the, uh, but story wise, I guess I just, um, some of the, some of the jokes were kind of Bendisy level, like the whole hamburger thing. I, that, mm-hmm. that didn't seem very Hickman y. Um, but Sinister's really off. And, and, yeah. Did you know before yeah. this that Sinister was banging a version of Ms. Marvel? No. No, no that, yeah, she was very dominant. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't remember seeing that in the, in the Carol Corps, but I haven't finished that series. Yeah. So, um, but that's, that's one of those, it, it's when you have this main series and then all these tie-ins that really aren't tying in, um, and Frank has special needs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is super yeah. rain man. The, uh, the whole, and the um, maestro in, in his book, he's, Getting set to take over and go after Doom, and then in this book he's like, Nah, son. <laughs> he's Doom's like, like Cap, like Lieutenant. He's like, If I wanted to come after you, I would. Yeah, I got to say the one panel that just freaked me out was the uh, T'Challa with the eyeballs. That's that panel fucked up. <laughs> that's that's Spidey with the burglar. That's Spider-Man that's... with the burglar. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> he must really be. Excited because I can see his damn pupils. That's very right that. shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I I don't think it was a bad issue. No. I just I don't really. There wasn't a whole lot of of import to any of this. Exactly. Stuff. And and with with T'Challa, yes. Well, but you see what's coming though too, which I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. And and the other thing is, look, I I know some of this can't be helped, but look, real talk. I mean, having Doctor Strange number one, Spider Man number one. Contest champions number one, like all these start coming out, and we're still on issue number six of Secret Wars. Like, yeah. it makes yeah. you feel like, well, why am I bothering finishing Secret Wars? Seriously, yep. I, I think it was a major, um, major stumble in in uh, logistics. Yeah. This should have been done. This yeah. Should have been done. Uh, we give Marvel a lot of leeway. We do. But when, it, we when, do. when you got something like this, I mean, the book isn't bad per se, but. It's causing a lot of problems with the schedule. Like, I, I can only imagine what comic shop owners, how, how many questions they have to field from, from readers. Like, what's going on? Right. Well, we don't really know because it's not over yet, but we know some stuff with these new books coming out. It's just, I don't know. I, they should have had this lockdown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Say lovey. I know. It's not like we'll stop reading them. It's true. Unless those rumors come true, then then I'm done. Also, in, in our in our travels, can we hang out with the with the the Merklers? Because what, what was that about? Well, maybe, yeah, maybe next year. Ghosts. Jeez. We busy getting wine and dine by like the Dio and shit. Seriously, when you're a VIP, I guess we got to. I guess we got to own a restaurant next year. Don't know what you heard about me, but I'm a motherfucking PIMP. That's what Christina was saying all weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah well, that's what she's saying. <laughs> Don't know what you heard about me, but I'm a motherfucking PIMP. Uh, no, but seriously, it was a shame we didn't see them. Yeah, it was. I would have liked our our our, our luxurious sponsors. God bless them. Doom bless them. Doom bless them. All right, everybody. Hey, thank you for um, 
putting up with us during this uh, massive con recap and everything that went with it. If you enjoyed what you heard this week, please do us a solid and leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to this thing. iTunes, Spotify, whatever. Whatever you listen to. Um, uh, whatever, I don't know. What Podcatcher, Podia, all those things. Yeah, Podcast Pickle. Um, sniff. There's this thing called Sniff? Pickle Sniff. Oh, I love Pickle Sniff. <laughs> Please come back next week because you'll hear more of the same. I mean, we're all we're consistent in that regard. Oh yeah. Uh, and as always, come back because David would be very verklempt. Very, he would be so very. Say goodnight, David. That's the most un-Clayton Crane goodnight, David. Yeah, no <laughs> Good night, David. Oh, you waited too long. Uh, yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. No, he's not. No, I think you were a little late. No, don't, I think you're wrong. Don't, don't First, upset just, him. It's getting cooler out there. You can pressure people. First the pancakes, now you're shitting on me. Right? You know, what the fuck? I guess I should get the B-O-O tattoo, huh? <laughs> Wait, time out. He's shitting on the pancakes, not me. Yeah, but you're like, you're nuts, dude. <laughs> you said it first. <laughs> I never, I would never call Mr. Price nuts. <laughs> Well, it's kind of fucked have, up. He didn't think those were delicious yeah. pancakes. I know, right? But I mean, I have learned. They were on diners, drive-ins, and fucking diners. No, that doesn't. What does that mean? What does that mean? Were they it's really? Were the, were, were the pancakes were on diners, yes. diners, or were like the fucking where? Yeah, the fucking I was very wearing, like a hat. Yeah, well then, then maybe, maybe <laughs> Gaffieri should should make my goddamn pancakes then, because I'm telling you, they were not the be all end all of pancakes. Well, I've I mean, had fucking pancakes before. Sorry, I mean, I know you were deep about pancakes. We fucking dude. We were on Friday night. Everybody's like, y'all are like dying to, to fill up on pizza. And then, oh, a diner. And, and what does he teach? Lunch? And then we're just fucking, and then all of a sudden, I know we're heading home, back to Jersey. And it's like, oh, well, if we're hitting a diner, then I'll get pancakes. I had pancakes on my mind since Friday night. We finally get them Sunday afternoon. They were not all that. They look delicious to me. They, I think I've learned, I've learned a very important lesson right here. What? The the way to get David to speak coherently and in one blast is to piss him off. <laughs> That's you <just laughs> there you go. Realized it. it. Just piss him off. He will How let go. Off? No, I'm just saying. Because y'all, I'm just saying. Because we're pretty. All the trying oh, to I know, man. TikTok is set. He majored in lunch. And then and then the reaction to that. It's like it finally registered what what left his mouth. Finally hit his ears and his face, just the reaction of him laughing. Oh my yeah. god, what a great fucking night. Good stuff. I love sugar cookies. How about fucking Tom King saying what he said to Brian Azzarello? Dude! Yeah. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed Tom King's comments while they lasted. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, really. Enjoy his DC work while you still can. You know what? If I was the other party involved in that discussion, I would be like, respect. Oh yeah, respect. I know. respect. Yeah, you respect. wouldn't do it. Yes, I would. Yes, I. Yes, I would. Wait a minute. All right, let's. I, 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 I cannot stand phony. Wait, I cannot. Okay, stand so if we're hanging out with peeps, and all of a sudden someone's like, "Man, you're pretty cool to hang with, but your podcast sucks." That'd be fine. Hey, we can't with Vince, with Vince, that here. would be fine. With Vince, that would be fine. You could shit on me, my art. I I would not take it. Lightly, if someone shit on either of you, that's when my I would start to bristle. But if it's directed towards me, I own up to everything I do. You don't like my stuff? Hey, it's not my fault. Fair enough. In many, maybe it is, but I can't change it because that's who I am. Yeah. And yeah. and one final thanks to Reed because they do always treat us right. 
you know, we, as, as we've come to realize, like, more and more people do not get access to the show. Right. Each year, and, and we continue to, so we appreciate that. We do them proud. No, I'm saying, but thanks back to it, right? They don't know us anymore. That's right. No, they don't. Yeah. And we'll, Reed will be happy to represent you at C2E2 as well. For real. Damn right. Yes. If you for wanna, weeks. If you feel like sponsoring us, we'll be happy to pay for show. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down with that. But anyway, hey, everybody, come back. We love you. Say bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.